Again, we, well, let's do the Lakutta Torah on page Yud Aleph, column Gimel, on the bottom. Lahavin Mashikosu Behagoda. We'll just make a quick review and we'll move on. on okay? It's a page 22 on the bottom. So it says like this Lahavin Mashikosu Behagoda, in order, he wants to understand the, what it says in Hagoda, Matzo Zu Shono Ichlim. That this matzah that we eat, we're eating matzah on the night of Pesach, right? So why are we eating this matzah? I'll shema for what? For what reason? So he says, I'll shum So he says like this because the dough didn't have a chance to rise when the Jews were leaving Egypt. So because they were pushed out, they were pushed out of Egypt so quickly, so in the haste of things, they couldn't wait for the dough. It takes for the dough, it takes time for it to rise. But they couldn't let it, they couldn't rise because they were chased up from Mitzrayim so quickly. So therefore, we celebrate that we eat the matzah to commemorate that, you know, that special haste that took place at the time. So he says, the mashma. So what do we have to understand about this? Because from here it seems, it's understood, that Ha'ilu Gershu had they not been chased out of Mitzrayim, he speak Lahachmitz, and they had a chance to, uh, this dough had a chance to become Chametz, then they would eat Chametz. So the reason why they're eating Matzah instead of eating Chametz, Mm-hmm. Is why why we're eating on the same night matzah? Why we're not eating regular challah as we usually do? Is because they didn't have a chance for their dough to become challah, and they were eating matzah. But if they weren't chased, they weren't chased out. So then um, they would eat chametz. But he said, but lachayda, we don't understand this. But they were already commanded. It says. The Pasik says to them on Rosh Chodesh, yeah. it says, When it comes to the 10th day of this month, it says the Torah tells them the whole process. Mm-hmm. It finally finishes with the words over there. That section finishes with, You should eat the carbon Pesach. Hashem instructs them to make the carbon Pesach. They should put the blood on the lintel, and Hashem will pass over. And then Hashem says, You should eat that carbon Pesach. It says that... Pesach sacrifice that they had to sacrifice on the 14th and eat at the night of the 15th, the service said they should eat it on Matzah Zemeroidim. So they were already commanded to eat it for the Matzah and the mother, uh, on the Matzah and the mother, to eat it up. Now, further, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Now, further, we also have the idea that. Um, during that first Pesach that they made over there in Mitzrayim, the command was only for one day. The Gemara in Pesachim, Tzadik Baba Beis, that everyone brings down later on, learns out that this whole section over there, after the Torah finishes with the Korban Pesach, the Torah goes on to tell you about seven days you should not find Soir and Bayirah, Bayimotzeh, the Torah tells you about uh, eating matzahs for seven days. So, basically it means that you're not allowed to eat chametz all the seven days. But that was only for the generations for later on. And that day they were commanded to eat chametz, uh, to eat matzah, for one day only. One day meaning for that night and for that day. That was the only time they were commanded. Matter of fact, 
they were permitted, as we're going to see, they were permitted to possess chametz. There was no prohibition against possessing chametz even on that first night. Maybe some other mafarshim uh, disagree, like the Ramban, I think, disagrees. I'm not sure exactly how to, uh, you know, control mafarshim. But it seems like the Alta Rebbe is learning and some mafarshim learn. Uh, anyways, at least, minimally, I'm not sure if this is unanimous, but it seems like there was no prohibition, there was no problem with uh, with possessing chametz at the first day even, but they were commanded to eat matzah for one day only, which means that night, a matzah and then also that day, the Gemara learns it out, because it says, uh, so we learn out some of the Pesach that it's only that you have to only one day that you have to eat uh, matzah and not chametz. And when the Pesach talks about Shiva's Yomim, it's L'Dereseichem. And Ashi also makes an old Nechomish for that, L'Dereseichem, that for the generations to come you have the seven days of matzah. So we say like this, for the generations that follow, they were instructed Shiva's Yomim, so that you should have for seven days should be no leaven I'm on the top of the page in the first line at the top of the page in all your place on machine matzes so this was when this was uh, for generations but for that year meaning in that year itself I see. Is your printing Rashi printing or the other printing? Ah, so one to switch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's easier for me. Yeah. Okay. And no difference for you, right? No. No. Okay. So. So that means. So what I was trying to say. Um, that. For that year, anyways, they had to eat uh, matzah. So at least, so what we're trying to say here, okay, so it's true that they didn't need to eat matzah for seven days, like it was for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. But for that day, they were supposed to eat matzah over there in Mitzrayim too, right? Mm-hmm. So, because one day they were in to matzah. top line still, okay. In the Pasuk itself, we need to understand the meaning of the verse. Uh, we say, why do we, why do we have generations? Why do we remember? Why do we eat matzahs for seven days today? It seems because we try to remember the Exodus of Egypt, what took place then. So it, 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 we try to remember the Exodus of Egypt, but really. It's not in the same level as as over there. Today we're remembering something different because Valoi Pesach Mitzrayim Einenig Isur Chometz and Pesach Mitzrayim the Isur of consuming Chometz. Again, it doesn't even mean here the Isur of possessing Chometz. It means the Isur of eating Chometz. Eloyim Echad is only for one day. Kedis of the Gemara, as we find in the Gemara, in Perik Tzadik the Gemara says over there, the Gemara quotes over there, at the end before the Mishnah, the Gemara quotes over there that it's only for one day. So, why are we celebrating today seven days 
if in Mitzrayim they only ate one day. Mm-hmm. But here is the key, the answer. To answer the previous question too. So he says, Inyan, the Pesach Mitzrayim ain't no game. Take, because the Pesach Mitzrayim is only uh, only conducted for one day. How long is we celebrate the uh, Pesach Mitzrayim? It's only one day. And that's why, specifically, which means, since they only had to eat matzah for one day, they could have baked bread on that day for the next, for the following days. And the only reason they didn't bake bread on that day, even though on that day they had to eat matzah, but they could have baked that day for the further days. So the reason why they didn't make matzah at all for the coming days is kigoshu, because they were chased out. And that's why they ate the matzah on the rest of the days of the Pesach. Likewise, the Mizrahi writes in the portion of the Ayaposik, Kibichoposin Yotosin. That's where that's my Burmese for the part. Okay. So over there it says, Aposik, it says, You've gone out with haste. So he writes over there that on the first time they were chased out and uh, they were chased out and therefore they had to go out with haste. They went out with haste. And therefore, um, they ate matzah the rest of the days of the Pesach. So the reason why they ate for six days, for seven days, they ate matzah over there, is because they didn't have any ma- they didn't have any chometz. And did they bake enough matzah? It's like Hanukkah. Oh. <laughs> for, for seven, seven days. days. That's right. Yeah, they baked enough matzah for seven days. Yeah, good. That's right. Till they entered into the sea. Till they entered the sea. And then, then it was Kriyas Yamsuf. And then they came out of it. Yeah, and then they were looking for food. And then they were looking for food, yeah. Everything is watching. It says actually um, that's that's a good question what you're saying now. I mean I have to think about it. Because it says that till the Jews gave the mana, they ate the charora, they ate the pieces, they ate the low, the, the, the masses that they took out of Mitzrayim, that they baked the Mitzrayim, they ate it. At that point it finishes when they came to the mon. But that the mana, but that took place uh, a little bit after that. So, the question is, why seven days? Why seven days? It says here they ate for seven days, but the truth of the matter is that that matzah that they baked, that took a long time, that ate that longer than just Kriyas Yamsuf. It says, um, So Rashi actually in the Pasik in Perik Tazayin in Shemois Pasik Aleph, it says Bachamisha also Yoim Lachoidish Hasheni Litsaisum Eris Mitzrayim. That was one month later after they gave out to Mitzrayim. Rashi says over there that the reason why we tell you about this day because that was the day that the Kharora that they took out of Mitzrayim and they needed for the month. So because he says that they ate from the leftover of the dough or the leftover from the matzah. They had 61 meals. But I, I, I would dare to suggest, I don't know, I have to look it up in the Mephoshim. Uh, uh, I would dare to suggest maybe they brought out two things of Mitzrayim. They brought out dough and they brought out, they baked matzah. Maybe the matzah that they baked 
because when the Pasik says by Yefu, when the Jews traveled from Ramses to Sukkot, so one day they traveled, they came to the first stop. Over there it says by Yefu that they baked the the the, the, the dough. Uh, that they bake Mitzrayim Kigurshim Mitzrayim. This pasuk we're quoting over here now. So they break, they bake that dough that they taken out. So in other words, in Mitzrayim itself, they didn't even have. Not only did they not have chance for the bread to rise, but they didn't even have a chance for the bread to uh, to be baked. So even if it doesn't rise, bake it matzah, but they didn't have a chance to do anything. And matter of fact, the Ramban has a little bit of a different uh, take on this. He teaches that they didn't do it chametz because they weren't allowed chametz, he says, and they <coughs> and the reason why Kigershim uh, Mitzrayim is not a reason for uh, is not a reason for the uh, eating matzah that's the reason why they didn't bake the matzah in other words, there's two things, first of all it, it didn't rise, so for that they didn't rise it says, because they had to eat uh, matzah, but here we're seeing we're not accepting that view, they didn't have to, they could have baked it the Ramban says they did, couldn't bake it matzah because there was an iser of Sa'udloi Matzim Bavateichim. They couldn't have, they, they weren't allowed to have chametz. But apparently, that's not so clear that they weren't allowed to have chametz. The others, Mephorshim is Mashma, that they hold that what, that they were allowed chametz on, 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 that, on, on that day. So the only reason, so the Pasik, according to Ramban, the, the, the reason is like this. The Pasik is saying <coughs> they baked it uh, matzah and not chametz because. They weren't allowed to bake it chametz then because they weren't allowed to have chametz in their possession. And then when it says kigurshim mitzrayim, that's a reason uh, for kigurshim mitzrayim. That's a reason for what? That's the reason why they didn't bake it matzahs over there. So they couldn't rise and they couldn't bake it. But in the Haggadah that the Rebbe is quoting over here, we see clearly that we're seeing we're eating the matzah because the, the dough didn't have a chance to become sour. Oh yeah, it says the logos. And, the, and brings the pasuk because they were chased out of Mitzrayim. Yeah. Uh, so it seems that the chasing out of Mitzrayim uh, is also, or, or we, I'm not sure if it's God because the God you can touch like the Ramban also. <coughs> but but we're we're learning now the way the Rebbe learns now over here. We're learning, and that's also the way the Rebbe touches in his Agoda. Mm-hmm. It seems like this that uh, they could have technically baked uh, the matzah. Chometz uh, then to eat the next days, but they didn't do that. Why? Because they were chased out. So the, all the matzahs that they baked later on, they make. Now the question becomes: What you asked was, but why seven days then? Why not? Why not eat it? Not just seven days. Why not eat it for another for for a whole month? Because that's the one they eat it. So what I'm trying to suggest is maybe, maybe the matzahs that they baked in the first batch. Generally, it was for seven days, and then they took some more of the dough that they brought out of Egypt, and then they further baked it, and that maybe, maybe that turned into chametz already, or maybe I don't know what 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 happened over there, but they still had some dough, because over here it says. Um, it doesn't say exactly the number seven. Maybe because they ate matzah, but uh, and and then he says the uh, command, the instruction for the generation to follow is for seven days. 
And this is all to commemorate the exodus of Egypt. So, but it turns out like this. This is this is what I came up with. You know what it seems to me. Again, I still need to explore this whole subject because it's not. There's various different mafarshim. It's not one one uh, you know one voice over here. So you have to be able to. It seems like this that Hashem actually instructed them in the beginning to eat matzah on the night of Pesach for the uh, all the people that were in Egypt that God told them to eat matzah that's in the Pesach they told them all to eat matzah why did God tell them to eat matzah? is there a reason? God told them to eat matzah as Rabbi explains in the Haggadah because from the Mephoshim that because God knew that he was going to make them a miracle that they won't be able to bake their, that their dough will not rise, they'll be chased out. So Hashem already told them in the beginning, knowing that the miracle will be done, Hashem tells them in the beginning to bake what? To bake, to eat matzah. Mm-hmm. So eat matzah for the night. So even though no miracle happened yet, nothing, Hashem gives them a miracle, uh, a command, they should eat the Korban Pesach with matzah in commemoration of the forthcoming miracle that what? That they're going to be chased out and their dough isn't going to rise. That's one thing. But yet, the Torah goes on later on and tells you, right then and there, that in the future, for the generations to come, you have to eat matzah for seven days. You have to eat matzah. You have to eat matzah. And all the the rest of the laws of the Pesach. Now, the reason why Hashem tells us to eat seven days matzahs is because on the next day, the miracle actually played out. What happened? Because they were chased out of Egypt. And now, they, they don't have any, any other bread, they only have matzah, so now they're eating matzah for seven days. So even though they can bake it, why did Hashem make it in such a way? So it seems, if Hashem would tell them to bake for seven days right away, there could be no miracle. And there would be no reason. The whole reason we're eating matzah is to celebrate this uh, concept of that they were chased out of Egypt. Mm. But if they were being commanded before to make matzahs, so they couldn't so we would never have the concept of, of, of that they were chased out quickly. So we would never know that we're eating matzahs because of that. The Torah wants us to know why we're eating matzahs. So the Torah, in order for the Torah to cover its ground, it seems like this. The Torah first told you, on this night you're going to eat matzah for what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow you're going to see this miracle is going to take place for seven days or... I want you to celebrate seven days because you're not going to have a chance to bake the matzah. Not because I told you, because the Egyptians won't let you. And now the following years, once this happens, you're going to celebrate it for the seven days. You're going to celebrate that miracle. So did it take them seven days to get to the Red Sea? Yes. It took yes. them seven days. Yeah. And after the seventh day, they were not eating matzah anymore. No, but that's, well, that's another question. They weren't all... We don't know. Yeah, we don't know exactly. Again, this is where you asked before the question, which I don't know exactly where to place this. Uh, I do know that they did eat, what I did show you in the Rashi, is that they did eat from the manna all the way till the next month. Yeah. But somehow, we'll go on later in the Mimer, okay, we have to go already. But somehow, they ate the matzah, they ate it for... uh, uh, the celebration was instituted to be celebrated only for seven days. So, okay, for, think of those people only, right? Not the future generations, right? So, they're commanding matzah at the first night, and on the, the first night, and the first day, and the first day when they're commanding matzah on the first day, and then oh, now we have to get out quick. 
and then they their their dough turns into matzah. They cannot. They don't have a chance to. They don't have a chance for it to rise, yeah. so that for the future days, as the Alter Rebbe brings out there, they're not thinking of future days now. I'm just no. thinking of the people. That no, not future generations. The future days for them. For them, they are thinking because they're ready. The day is over already. I don't know. They had leftover matzahs from the matzah that they make for Friday for yeah, the night, but not for, not the, for the seven days. Was it? Not for seven days. So now they're baking again for the for yeah, the. But it's all because, in a way, a sense of a, an accident baking. Because the dough can't rise. Yeah, and, and that celebrates, and that demonstrates to us the concept of matzah, mm-hmm. and that is actually the reason why they were commanded on the first night to eat the matzah, and that's why we were commanded on the generations mm-hmm. to commemorate that haste okay. to eat matzah all the seven days. But all these people die eventually die out, except for what Joshua. Yeah, and Kolev. Okay, that's a separate thing. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. And so, they, they basically the commandment then is not for them at all. It's to commemorate. You mean for the future generations? Yeah, it's it's for the future generations. Right? Okay, that's true. Actually, as we also see in Rashi later, the only time they brought another Pesach offering, uh, Pesach offering. I mean, that does not negate the other stuff yeah. that went on, like the matzah. Like, I think okay, like the bris commandment, right? It's, it wasn't just for Abraham. It, it was for all. It was just that universal. But this commandment is not really the commandment to, eat for, to remember for seven days is not really for for those people. Uh, a um, the bris is only for Abraham and his children. Actually, it's not universal. Oh, it isn't. No, I mean it's not. We and actually, uh, what we circumcise is not based on Abraham's command. We're based it because God told us in the Torah to do so, as the Marmi says. You know, we follow the Torah, not because of a command that God gave to Abraham. And uh, this matzah, the generation, actually, it, it was not celebrated. Uh, the only other time they made the Korban Pesach was in the following year. On, on the second year, they made the Korban Pesach. But other than that, they didn't have a Korban Pesach in, 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 in the desert. And then, according to that, there was no matzah so, but presumably, I'm not sure about the command of Be'er of Techlomatzis, whether it applied to them independently as it does today, because we have the mitzvah of matzis from the Torah, so I'm not even sure, so I'm not even sure if the Be'er of Techlomatzis applied uh, just to them alone, I mean, I have to just, I have to look that up, but presumably they ate matzah without the Korban Pesach, I know they didn't bring a Korban Pesach, I think that's what is brought down, but presumably they just ate matzah then, but as far as this goes, these two issues that we're addressing over here is, is that number one, what you're saying is, what you brought out, the, the problem that why seven days when it seems like the mono was eaten more than seven days? And then we have to look for an answer for that. Maybe it's just seven days is something which we celebrate. We don't want to celebrate more. Could be that they ate matzah for, because we know they ate matzah until the mono came down. So that's one possible answer, that it wasn't actually seven days. Maybe seven days to commemorate specifically is because maybe they baked the second time. Maybe the second time, you know, uh, they had some extra dough and we just commemorate once and not more than once. You know, that, that's, that's also possible. Or whatever other answers there may be. Uh, the other issue we addressed over here is, you know, like how does, how does we fit in you know, on one hand, you know, we say first that they did eat matzah, but they ate matzah only on the first day to commemorate what's going to take place. Uh, um, 
and yet God allowed for them, even though he, and the reason why God had to allow for them because if there was a mitzvah uh, to eat matzah for seven days at the first time, then they wouldn't be making the matzah, then we wouldn't have a reason to make matzah altogether because the whole entire matzah is Kigershim and Mitzrayim. So, in a sense, uh, we can only celebrate uh, uh, Pesach seven days to eat matzah for seven days, we can only celebrate it. Uh, after we are chased out of Mishraim, after we should have been allowed, or we should have baked regular bread on uh, that first day, not for that day, because that day it's prohibited to eating chametz. We have to eat matzah, but for the future days. But since they were chased out, they couldn't. The dough couldn't rise, and they couldn't bake it in the matzah. So that's why now we have a celebration. And that's the reason why the first day they can't eat matzah, that even that day uh, they can't eat chometz. They have to eat matzah that first day. is because of what's happening, because now when they're trying to bake for the next days, uh, they, they, they're, they're chased out. So now this is the whole reason for eating matzah. But it's, it's more understood this way, but I know according to the Ramban, who learns that they weren't, you know, that the reason why they didn't eat chometz is because Hashem told them, he sort of seems to apply the prohibition of chametz even to them in the in the desert, and therefore they couldn't bake the chametz. And uh, so then the question is, uh, so why did Hashem tell them not to eat chametz? So then we don't have then we don't have a reason. The whole reason we're commemorating it is is in in, in that miracle or that, that that haste that took place then. But according to the uh, According to the uh, Ramban, it seems the haste only consisted in the fact that they couldn't bake it at all. But uh, they couldn't bake it, and because of the not being able to bake it, uh, we eat matzahs. But you know, not necessarily. Um, but we're eating matzahs. But they didn't have the, you know, the the, the matzahs that they ate is because of a command. But uh, and the haste is is is, is so it wasn't baked. So. Maybe we should eat unbaked stuff instead of eating matzah. But how does matzah represent that? I mean, that's more difficult to understand. So this whole topic needs to be explored further. Oh, we continue. We're doing the mimer of in Lukutu Torah Lahavim Mashakosu Bagoda Matzuzu. That's on page Yud Aleph, um, and we're up to column Dalit. Um, that's on side on page twenty-two here, uh, and we're going to learn now. That's on the line that begins with the words Vi'afal Pikain. That's one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the top. Before we start, I just wanted to say because I did look up a little bit, uh, there is actually a disagreement between uh, the Rishonim, those are the earlier commentators. Um, we know the Gemara in Psachim Tzadik Vavam and Beis, as quoted before in the Mimer, the Rebbe quotes here, uh, says that the first time when they were in the desert, the um, prohibition against uh, Chometz was only for one day. In other words, it wasn't just, there was a thought in the Gemara that maybe it was just the night that they were supposed to eat matzah, but the Gemara says no, it was the entire first day. But it's only for one day. We learn it out from the Pasuk because it says Hayoim with regards to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim of the Exodus at that particular time when they went out of Egypt. 
So although the verse goes on to say that you should have seven days, but that celebration of 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 of, of Pesach was only for one day. Now, when we say that it was only for one day, what does that mean? Does it mean that for one day they had to eat matzah? If they were going to eat matzah, they were prohibited to eat chametz. Or does it mean that for one day they had all the rules of Pesach also that associated with, like we have Pesach today. It's not only that we can't have chametz, but we can, uh, not only we can't eat chametz, but we can't possess chametz. We're not allowed to make chametz, we're not allowed to have chametz. So that's the machloikis of the Rishonim. The Ran, which seems to be the view that the Alter Rebbe over here takes, uh, they learn that this is actually uh, the idea over here that what they did not bake at that uh, day when they were chased out of Egypt, they could have baked uh, chametz. Now, how could they bake chametz? Uh, well, they were supposed to eat matzah. So this is what the Rebbe, Alter Rebbe said over here. Well, they could have baked chametz to eat it for the next uh, few days, uh, for for the time that went on after they went out of uh, after that one day which they were commanded. They could have eaten the chametz then. But wait a minute! But there was a prohibition of making chametz anyways in that day. So then we learn that there is no prohibition. So according to Duran, it seems clearly, and the Rebbe quotes most of the Haggadah that the, according to the Ram, this is one of the Rishonim, according to him, there was no prohibition against Chometz. It's similar to Pesach Sheni, which, you know, you make the carbon Pesach and, you know, you eat Matzah, but there is uh, no prohibition against Chometz. People have Chometz in their house during the second Pesach. One who missed the first Pesach, and then you do it on the next month later, the Torah allows for uh, for that. But that the laws of Chometz don't apply. The same thing was true in the Pesach Mitzrayim. That is the view of the Ran. That is the view, seemingly, of the Alter Deb over here, the way he brings down over here. And therefore, they could have made, had they wanted to, they could have made uh, uh, Chometz for the following days. But since God made such a miracle, the Alter Deb explained that they, um, that, um, not a miracle meaning, forget it. The you know, had them chased out from Egypt. So they couldn't bake the normal bread that they would usually bread. They couldn't wait so long for the bread to rise and have regular bread for the rest of the week or for the rest of the time. They, uh, so that's why, uh, to commemorate that, so that's why they had, they had matz over there. But there was no problem that it became chametz because they could have had chametz. They could have made chametz on the first day. And like we learned last time, it seems like uh, that the, the fact that they had it for seven days in between that time till Kriyas Yamsub, they had matzahs, we eat for seven days matzahs. Now you asked yesterday, well they had later on also matzah, because we learned that they ate the matzah for a whole month. So they didn't commemorate it, they made seven days is, is, is the time of the holiday, from the time of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim till the time of the splitting of the Red Sea, Sea Reeds, when they had the uh, miracles, so that period is all included in seven days, and that's the memory, the commemoration of the miracle. That's the view of the Ram, that's the view that the Rebbe takes over here in the Lukut Torah. The Ramban and Chumash, however, he seems to understand that there is a prohibition on the first day 
even though that the chametz was only prohibited for one day, but there is still a prohibition of of of, of chametz. So according to the Ramban, they couldn't have baked chametz over there because they couldn't possess chametz. So even even in Mitzrayim, the first day they weren't allowed to have own chametz, let alone to eat chametz. So they couldn't bake it chametz. So the Ramban learns Taka that the reason why they baked matzahs was not because they were chased out. The reason why they ate matzahs, or not because they were not to commemorate anything of that sort that they were chased out of Egypt quickly, but they didn't eat they ate matzah because Hashem told them to eat matzah. And this that it says that they were chased out of Mitzrayim and they couldn't delay, that is only saying to us that they couldn't bake the matzah. Even the matzah because they were chased out, so they didn't have a chance to make the it did, they didn't make it matzah because they could they didn't make it chametz because they were not allowed to make it chametz. And then they were chased Amitzrayim, they couldn't delay to bake it over there. But it turns out that it would seem like I don't know how this passage in the Haggadah which states Matzah we eat this matzah reading it because it didn't have a chance to speak with I don't know how the, uh, the that the quotes over here uh, uh, you know the pasuk the kigarshu the 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 Ramban answers but here the statement that we're doing it because of it didn't have a chance. To, to, to get our is mashma that the the, the, the matzah itself couldn't become a matzah, it couldn't become bread. That's part of it, but not because of the tzivu Hashem. It is because of they were chased out of Mitzrayim. That's the mashma of the pasuk. So again, according to the pashtas, that's why the Rebbe is explaining the Agada, It comes out that the uh, they were allowed to make it chametz then, and the reason why they didn't make it chametz is because they didn't have a chance. Uh, to rise, and they could have eaten it for the following days. So the Eberster tells them in the beginning to eat one day matzah uh, that day because of the miracle that he's going to do for them later on. He allows for this haste to take place, to be chased out of Egypt, and to commemorate that in the following years, because had he told them to eat matzahs then, there would be no nothing to commemorate that miracle of the haste, because then they would be commanded to. So but it turns out at the end of the day, according to the Ramban, the way he learns, it seems a little bit difficult to understand why do we eat matzah? I mean, he doesn't seem to give any reason for eating matzah. It could be just a thing of the Torah. But why do we eat matzah? Because it says that the reason they make matzah has nothing to do with the haste. I don't know how he's going to interpret the Haggadah piece. Uh, no, I don't know how he's going to turn interpret uh, why do we eat matzah? According to the Ramban, it doesn't seem like do we have a clear reason. So this all has to be still looked in and explored. But back to the mimer over here. Back to the mimer over here. So over here, we're saying that they were able to bake it. Uh, they could have baked it chametz had they not been chased out. And to commemorate the fact that they didn't bake it chametz and that they ate matzah for the following days, we celebrate for seven days. So Lahovin Kitsas, you have the place? Vavakin. Lahovin Kitsas to understand a little bit Inyan Achilas Matzah. You have the, the line that says word matzah? So to understand the idea of the concept of meeting matzah, Yesh Lahagdim Inyan Mayadim Lisimcha. So we need to introduce first 
the concept of what does it mean, we say that the festivals are made to rejoice, for, for rejoicing. The main thing of the festivals, the festivals, the times, which means the times during the year which are which we celebrate, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, the Moyadim, those times who begin as Asimcha. The main thing is rejoicing. That you should rejoice in your festivals. Why do we rejoice in the festival? What is the idea of Simcha? Because that's the time when the Moichin, uh, the part of the intellect, which is called the Ema, which is called the mother, is revealed. There is uh, in the brain, basically in the Moyach, there is two, there's three. There's Chochma Bina Das, but mainly we talk about the Chochma Bina uh, because the Das really relates how it goes further. But the Chochma Bina, the difference between the Chochma Bina is like the Avi Aim, the uh, the uh, a relationship of the father and the mother produces the child, but the father's participation is a one-time participation, and then the child develops in the womb of the mother, right? So the idea over here is that where does the child develop and become large and, and you know, all everything? It's in the mother, it's in the, it's in the mother. Same thing is we equate them, the father and the mother, we equate them to Chokhmah and Bina. We call it Ema, Chokhmah Bina. Chokhmah is like the father. Because Chokhmah is that spark, it's just that idea that comes to the person, but it's the part which is yet beyond to articulation, it's just the idea itself. To take that idea that you have and to give it a shape and a form, as they say, hands and feet and everything else, it should become something, that is done by the part of the brain which is called the Bina, part of the brain. So, the real joy when a person uh, when a person is happy is when there's comprehension there, when there's a full grasp, then you can have a, an appreciation for what is there. So that appreciation brings the level of simcha. If it's still yet in a point which is beyond your, you know, you just know the concept very, very you know, as a point, then you can't rejoice yet in it because you don't really have it yet. It's just, it's, it's a love, it's a loof, it's, it's higher than you. So, on Yomtev, on Yomtev we have the revelation, sort of speak, the intellect of above, which basically we talk about this is the level of Atzilus. Within the world of Atzilus there is the level of Bina, so, and Chochmah. So on Yomtev we have Bina comes revealed. Bina brings along with it uh, joy. The Ainam Bahalel, this is what it says in Halel, Meshivi Akeras Habayis, and how we say that over there we say mother of children is happy what does it mean? because there is a birth of there, there is children there there is an aim, a mother of children a, a father, in the level of the father there is no children yet there is no level of, of and this is going to be the distinction between basically what makes Shabbos and what makes Yontem? And Shabbos we have the level of Chokhmah. You see, when we have a Shabbos, it's not just that we are celebrating over here Shabbos, celebrating Yontem. Something spiritual takes place in the world that makes it into a Shabbos, that makes it into a Yontem. On Yontem, what makes it into a Yontem? The revelation of Bina. What makes it a Shabbos? The revelation of Chokhmah. On Shabbos we don't find so much this idea of Chokhmah, of Simcha. We don't find so much of rejoicing. 
On Shabbos, there is the revelation, what kind of a revelation comes down to the world, the intellect of Abba, of Father, which is the level of Chachma. Achag, uh, or uh, yes. Shabbat. The whole world transforms. That Absolutely. Uh-huh. So the world, there's something going on in the world on a Shabbos, and there's something going on in the world on a Yantav. Some spiritual, some spiritual... Uh, and in the in the behind the scenes, you know, I mean, we're looking at the outer layer of the world, what we see in front of us, and we may not see any changes taking place on the world outside of what we create in our homes, our celebration, and our things. But really, there's very deep and very meaningful things that are taking place on the spiritual parts of this world, in the deeper layers, that there are these these revelations, right? The Haim Yisid El uh, but they are, and they are higher level. So the intellect of Meichin is in a higher level. Higher level meaning that it's closer, it's more uh, connected to Hashem in, 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 in a more uh, powerful way than is Bina. That level of the intellect. The ancient And yet, there is no revelation of joy on Yantav. Right? On Shabbos we don't have Moyadim Simcha. The festivals are given to rejoice. Shabbos is not given to rejoice. Shabbos is for relaxation. Shabbos is for recovery, for other things. But Shabbos is not for joy. Joy, Simcha is, 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 is reserved for Yom. We shouldn't be happy in Shabbos? <laughs> no. It doesn't mean, of course you have to be happy in Shabbos. But it's not its main focus. The theme of Shabbos is not Simcha. The theme of Shabbos is Holiness is aloof, is higher than 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 than, than simcha. Oh. It's level of chokhmah, uh, but but uh, yomtiv's special quality is that yomtiv brings simcha because of the bina. So we'll look inside. Okay. you have the place achayinyan, but the idea is kihinei biur mahus In order to the explanation of what is the intellect of the mother, what is the intellect of the bina. Yuvam b'mashin neida will understand this with this that we know sheyesh beis bechinas begilu edin sof baruchu that there are two levels in the revelation of the blessed light of the ein sof. There's two. Uh, there are two levels basically as we talk about how the blessed ein sof comes revealed into this world. Okay, uh, the way it functions is that there is a one light or one revelation that comes into the world which comes down in a way that it's perceived by the world or it comes down in the uh, in a uh, called Ishtalshalist in a level of a one level after the other it evolves from one level goes to the next level it's a level of evolution that comes from one to the other and then there's one that goes beyond that is not in an orderly look inside Halaf Number one is Bechinas Ishtalshulus. That's the level of the Ishtalshulus. That's an evolved level that it goes from step to step. The Seder Hamadregis. There's an order of steps over there. Shehem Bechinas Hamshachis. Me'ila Le'ila. They are levels that they extend from one, from one loop to the other loop. If you take a chain, so you have the lower, the upper part of the lower level chain is connected to the lower level of the upper part of the chain. So that means you're looping down, you're going down, and down, down. That's ha'ore, the ha'ore, the ha'ore, echulu. Kemoshu, like for example, we have, like the example, seichel b'midois, umidois b'machshove. So that you have how 
one's emotions evolve out of one's intellect, and how one's thoughts are uh, are inspired by his emotions. So there's a process that there's a process the way it takes place. So when a person has an idea in his head and then he contemplates that idea and then he meditates over it, so eventually he creates a feeling to what he realizes in his head. So it works, it didn't just go to his doesn't come straight to his emotion, it goes through a process, it goes down, it descends. So then a person gets a feeling for it, right? Once you feel something, then you think about what you're feeling, you know, then you're thinking about it. So one thing evolves of the other, so that's what he says. So that would be the level of Ishtaushlus. Commercial Seichel Bimidus, how Seichel impacts the emotions, Umidus Bimachshav, and then the emotion impacted one's thought. All the levels of Ishtalshlus in a general way, they're called one thing from the other thing. In other words, when one part is inspired by another part, which is of his level, so there is something coming from something. When you say something coming from something, meaning that the new thing that you're came into world now existed before also it's only revealed into the new level because it's a gradual descent it's a grade after grade so therefore it means if somebody would ask you are the emotions something new yeah they're in their level of expression they're new but before they came out in the emotional state to be in the heart they also existed pre pre heart they existed in one's mind and because the person had a sense that he should love god say for example so then from that sense of loving god it also brought down into an emotion of loving god so what came out of it came out something from something that was there already but something came out, it was revealed. That's called the yesh miyesh. One thing comes from the other thing. So that's one type of light of Hashem that comes down into the world in a way of a gradual way of Ishtalshulus. But the second level is is the above of Ishtalshulus, which is yesh me'ayin mamish, which means existence, something comes out from nothing which means that there is a jump you don't see the source where it comes from because there is no connection between what inspires it and what and what, what what comes out of it what what creates it and what's been created there is no connection so you take a look at this you say how did this come into here you say well does it come from anywhere no you say it comes from nothing because it comes from nowhere it's been created right here why because the previous level from where it really comes from doesn't come really from nothing but it has no association with the previous level so since there's no association you can't say it came from there it's not there what what you can't see the relationship there's no connection no relation there's no open relationship that's called the second level that's called yeshmi which means ma'ayin hamuchlot, from the total ayin, meaning the absolute ayin, which is which is really, which is really from Hashem. Or I mean, it it comes from nothingness because there is really nothing of that which is now that was there before. 
it, it was totally zero before. It wasn't in any shape or form anywhere else. It was it wasn't there at all. Uh, so he says like this, and behold, when we talk about the of this chain reaction of a cause and effect, which are related to each other, when the cause comes close to its effect, from above to below, so, in other words, when it draws himself near, so then he can grasp his cause. So the effect can have a comprehension of the cause when you come close to it because there is a there is a connection over there. And therefore, who saws the Sameach boy. And that's why he's happy, he rejoices in it. And there would be a great rejoicing, Kimoshul Ben Hamelech. Like, for example, if you have a son of a king, who's gone out of captivity, and comes in and sees his father's face. So instead of being incarcerated now, he's rejoining again with his father. So in a similar way, kach, in a similar way, tia, simcha sa'olul, the rejoicing of the effect will become with the rejoicing, begolis niglis olav oirho ila, when the uh, light of the cause becomes close to it. So the cause is really its father, that's its source. So the source, when it becomes close to it, um, Shalemailo, uh, that is higher. So when the effects cause the above comes closest, so that instead of the effect descended, which descended in the Ishtaushalus, and there is a great distance between him and its cause, and he distanced himself from the shine of his face. In the secret of all the different levels that you have to go through to go down from one level to the other level. So, so now, Instead of being distant, you're close. So that brings joy. So what is all this reason? Is so what is all this? What does it all have to do with simcha? For now, in this revelation, when there is this closeness from the cause to the effect, So now he has a, a grasping. Now he sees. And he senses how he's gone out from darkness, from a deep uh, clouded darkness to a great light. From morning to uh, festivities. And from slavery to redemption. This is paraphrasing the words that we use in the Haggadah uh, when we say thanking Hashem for taking us out of Egypt. So basically what he's saying is but when the person gets an understanding and he gets a closeness to his cause and the great appreciation, the comprehension, he says, oh wow, this is really where it's all about. This is really my cause and this is really the connection so you're you're ecstatic about it and you and, and because you have an appreciation because you can relate to your cause and you can see how you have been descended that you've been going down and now you have an opportunity yantif yantif makes simcha why because on yantif all of a sudden the source from which you all descended has been revealed to you has come down into the world now you're rejoicing because you have 
the connection back and you've seen how, oh, I've seen the light now. Now you have the great jubilation and the great rejoicing. And this is the idea of Yontav, Gilu HaSimcha. That's the revelation of Simcha. What does it mean? Akeres Habayis means from the language of a baron, the barren woman of the house. So the Akeres Habayis, or here it says actually, no, not, not, not the baron. It says, uh, he touches there, there differently. Uh, Akeres, he tries to translate it from Lashon removed. The Akeres Habayis, from being removed from the house, you bring back into the house. So then everybody rejoices. So like instead of the mother being away from the house, and in her absence, the children were alone. But when the mother comes back, everybody's rejoicing. So like the Bina, the level of Bina is away from the world, from all of its creations. And when Bina comes back into the world, the house is rejoicing again, meaning the house, the world, is rejoicing because they're getting, coming close to their mother, to the level of Bina. Pirish. Uh, oh, actually, it does mean akora. Uh, is meloshin akora means barren? Barren means she doesn't have the woman, the children by her. In either way, whether akora means a barren woman means without children, because when the children are not by her, so she's like an akora. In other words, she's separate from her children. Okay. Or umaloshin kichul dezu hadoro biikrebotim. It's like this weasel that lives is a language according from the Gemara. She lives biikrebotim uh, in the Gemara peribasra per peribasra dipsochim. Again, I have to look up exactly the literal translation of these words. But what it really means, malchus vihi pchinas malchus. Uh, that is, we're talking about here the level of Malchus uh, the level of Malchus which is the source of all the worlds that, that it descends into the world that she dressed up all the weekdays in the Biyah in the Klippas Neger Cain Pidish B'Sefer uh, uh, abanzan so, Akara means she's removed. She's, uh, she's removed from her mother, from Bina. Malchus is removed from Bina. But, which is revealed then. So then, the Erisov descends and goes down. So that it descends in a way that it can be grasped and comprehended. Because usually the level of Bina cannot be comprehended to Malchus. And therefore it's, it's barren, it's separated. But now it comes down in a way that it should be grasped. In what they should... And uh, from the revealed Erisov. 
So so that it's such the gilu rab meoid is such a great revelation. It's turned over from uh, from uh, sadness to joy. They were in darkness. They saw great light. That is the revelation of the level of bina to the level of malchus. Now all of a sudden, in a way of yesh basoga, so that you can grasp it. To be some grasping into the light of the king that is revealed over there. Okay, we have. Okay, so we're continuing now. Look at the Torah and the Maimer of Lahavi Mashikosu Behagode Matzuzu. It's on page Yud Aleph. We're up to column Dalid, somewhere in the middle uh, of the page, a little uh, lower in the bottom of the page on the left hand column, column Dalid. Okay, line that starts with Ezutfisu. So he continues with the example of the joy that takes place when the level of Bina is revealed to Malchus and that brings about a tremendous joy like a child returning being far away and now being back home. It becomes the aim Habonim, it becomes the joy of being able to grasp and understand and appreciate and that brings the joy its source. Here's another example. Like by way of example, the neshama that delights in Olam Habo from the Rev Dishchina. So what happens over there? Instead of being dressed up in a physical body, and it's been separated from there, we also and it goes up to the root where it was carved out. So, like this, ordinarily, you have the neshama, or not ordinarily, but you have the neshama spend some time in this world, in the physical body. And while it's in the physical body, it's been detached, it's been separated, and then later on, when it comes to Elam Habo, it sort of reunites, it goes back home, it goes back to its source. It delights in the upper level of Gan and it enjoys, it delights of the ray. A pleasure and a wondrous delight going up there. So it's not just the delight itself, but it's the return, going back to its source, going back to the things that it comes from, that it appreciates, that it understands, that it knows. Going back there causes a tremendous delight. Uh, in the verse it says that I have, for those who I love, I have what to inherit them, I have what to give them. But the way the verse reads is yesh that I can give, I can inherit to those who love me yesh a something, a being, which means to say that the infinite light, the level of Ein Sof, the light of Ein Sof is revealed, but it comes down in a yesh, yesh in a level of yesh, which means. So that there shall be a grasping, an understanding and a grasping for the soul. So in order for the soul to be able to comprehend, to grasp, it has to be in a yesh, it has to be already 
conformed in a way that it should be able to grasp it. So there is a revelation that comes down a level of a yesh, so that it can enjoy that ray, that light that mentioned above, that comes in the Ganeidin. The Hainu, that is, there is an understanding, okay, there is a uh, a, a grasping of that that how it went out from darkness from a dark, deep darkness from a uh, dark cloud into a tremendous a large great light now all of a sudden it's very light so we find it says that they will pass the river by foot uh, which is a reference to the splitting of the sea. They will go through the sea, and there they rejoice in Him, in Hashem. So what is he talking about here? How does he interpret this verse? Pirush, the Nohar be'eden. The Nohar, the river, is already uh, a expansion of the source of the water. The source of the water in this case is Aden. Aden is a reference of Chochmah, that's the spark of the idea. The Nor is the expansion, and that idea as it comes into uh, detail, and it comes into, uh, it's being articulated, that is what is like the Nor. So from a small well, from, a, from the level of Aden, which is Chochmah, it, it, it swells up into a wide river. So the verse is saying about that Nor, that in that Nohar that comes from the Eden Shuhubina, so it says Yavru Beregel on the holidays. Regel means by foot, but also the holidays are called Shalosh Regalim, the three feet. The feet is because people were supposed to go up to Jerusalem by foot. In those days, people went by foot, so they went up. Everybody went up to be part of seeing and being seen by Hashem in Jerusalem in the temple, right? So we have Banohor in the Bina Yavru, they will pass Beregel on the festival. So, on every Yom of the three Yom Tevus, which is called the three Regolim, the Shom Humokir Hasimcha. Over there is the root, is the source of the Simcha. Is over there. Uh, what does it mean? Because of there is the revelation of Bina. Okay, so now we have the revelation of Bina, now we have the, that revelation. This is all from the level of the part of the intellect of the mother, which is Bina. And that is Oilam Haba, that comes from Ganadin Elyon, the world to come, which is the upper level of Ganadin, which is Kilui, Tainu Ganeshomas Lefiasagosom, that's the revelation of the delight of the souls according to what they can grasp. So that is all the level of Bina, which is a Yomtev. And that's why in Yomtev we have Simcha. But on Shabbos, on Shabbos we don't have Bina. On Shabbos is higher than Yomtev, right? Because Shabbos, Shabbos we have Chokhmah. But Chokhmah, because we can't grasp it, there is no Simcha there. Abel, Meichin Abel. 
Moichin the Abba, the intellect of the Abba, which is the Chokma, Chokma, Me'ayin Timotzi. Chokma becomes into being, is found out of nothingness. Which means, just as we learned before, there is a level of Hishtalshulus, which means that there is a connection from the source, from the cause and the effect, and before the effect came out into its revealed state. It has earlier been in a state of hidden in the higher level of it, and all what happens is, it's a hishtalshus. It's gilui ha'elem. It's taken what was hidden and brought into revelation. By chokhmah, it's different. By chokhmah, the source of chokhmah, what chokhmah is, is something which is not identified with its source. You cannot tell that this comes from somewhere because there is no relationship and there is no recognizable that the earth things are connected altogether. So it's me. And therefore, you say, where did it come from? Where did, where did this Chachma come? Where did this idea come from? It doesn't seem from any... It sure comes from somewhere. It comes from a higher source, from your soul. It comes. But guess what? You can't tell. That's already beyond... You're cognitive, you cannot say anything about it because you can't tell, you don't know where it comes from. So that's why it's called, it comes from nowhere. May I? Where did the idea fly into your head? From nowhere. No, it's somewhere in your soul, it was there. But you know what? You can't tell. So it comes from ayin. Ayin nikra. So what is ayin? What does it mean, nothingness? It doesn't mean from nothing. Ayin means masha'ini musuk, something which is beyond comprehension. Which is way, way beyond in the level of understanding and grasping. So what does it mean? But what does it mean in practical words? Uh, to the extent we can call this practical. It means that there is a revelation of godliness beyond our comprehension. On Shabbos, there is such a revelation in the world which is beyond being able to grasp it, beyond being able to rejoice in it. On Yontev, the level that comes down is measured, and is the level of Yesh, Labchim of Yesh, so it's something which can enlighten. But here, it's Lamaila Maila B'chinu B'asoket, Dahainu, Shemizgale B'chinu S'oyre, Insof Baruchu, Ma'ad Leis Machshove Tviso, Chulo. A level of godliness that we cannot grasp. It's not given to be uh, enjoyed from because there is no grasping and understanding. So what does it do? So, Sheldon, what does it do? If you can't understand it, so what does it mean it's revealed to you? It's nothing, you don't, you know, you can't grasp it, you can't understand it, so what does it do to you? Well, it causes you humility. In other words, it causes you a sense that there's something beyond you. It causes you to lose yourself for that higher level of revelation. Although you can't grasp it, but you can humble yourself and want to connect with that. So we'll learn inside. You know, uh, yesterday, yeah. in the uh, Torah reading, it's saying that Moshe was next to God. Yeah. He wasn't seeing God face to face because he was too powerful, right? He stood next. Right. Then he said, next to me, you should see him. He covered him up. He put him standing in the 
in the crack of the stone over there, and he put him away over there, yeah, okay. And so then he could see from God's point of view, right. but he couldn't see God. God, that's right. So there's different levels, yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's possible, you see from God's point of view. Right, okay. And you're, you're detailing now exactly, but that, that needs to be explained exactly which are the levels. But of course, they fall into play with their certain levels that are beyond even Moshe Rabbeinu's comprehension. And he can only see the back, he cannot see the face, and he has to be in the side lines over there. But let's go on, so we'll finish here. Let's try to finish here. Vinyan Giluizeh Ubitl Ha Soga Ubitl Han Shamiz Bimitsiz Baidin Sabarhu. That level, that idea is to uh, nullify your understanding. In other words, to understand that there's something beyond your understanding. It's not trying to grasp something by understanding it, but by humbling your understanding, by nullifying your understanding. And for the souls to become nullified and subjugated, from their existence, in the blessed ain't self light. There is no thought that can. It's like if you would say, for example, we give an example. If you know that there's a uh, a great professor, Lahavdal, you know, giving some speech that is beyond your comprehension, you know you don't understand what he's saying, but you are sort of nullifying yourself in front of his whatever his idea is. In Bagilu Hazer, so when that great powerful revelation comes to you, it, you don't take it by understanding, but you lose yourself to that light to that revelation so that revelation and that is uh, revealed in Shabbos there's an interesting statement of our sages you know the study of Torah many times comes with a great deal of effort right because you have to learn you have to figure out if you don't understand the interpretation you feel bad you have uh, heartache sometimes and having trouble understanding an idea right so our sages tell us that it was with great difficulty that our rabbis allowed for people to study Torah on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos you're supposed to relax. Shabbos you're supposed to be uh, very comfortable and not be stressed out. You know, everything is done for you. So there's an expression that it says that it was with great difficulty that it was with great difficulty that our sages permitted us to speak and talk the words of Torah and Shabbos, right? So, but according to this, we also understand this. Because the level of Torah is really connected with the level of Chochmah. But Torah goes out of Chochmah. The expression is Torah comes from Chochmah. When we say the word comes from, nafkas means it goes out from Chochmah, means it leaves the level of Chochmah. So Torah is on a lower level. Going outside. Because that's only a ray that comes from the Chochmah. It's nafkas, good of Chochmah. But Chokhmah itself is beyond Torah. It's higher and it's raised, it's above, higher, higher than the level of Torah. So therefore it goes out of Torah. So we have a problem with studying Torah and Shabbos because you're 
preoccupying yourself with a level which is lower than Chochma, and Shabbos is Chochma, according to his explanation, Atharev's explanation over here. It says in the parentheses, Kameshkos Makamachar, Bedib Ramaschil, Oytoir Kasalma, Beshem Harizal, Bepirish Nevelis Chochma, Shalomaylo Toyro. In the meaning of the Nevelis Chochma of above, which is Toyro, I'm a Shikos Beer, Apostolos. Okay, we're going over to the other page. Begilu Zelo Shaykh Simcha, the title. In that revelation, we cannot, it doesn't apply, it doesn't connect to joy and delight. There is no joy and delight. Joy and delight is a sense of you feeling satisfaction. You are enjoying. It's about you, right? Chachma, you don't feel. Chachma, you lose yourself. It's not about you anymore. It's about the wisdom. It's about Hashem's Chachma. Because here, I am understanding, I'm enjoying, it's all about you, your feeling. Yeah. It's satisfying, it's meeting your needs, your satisfaction. Of course, you're being satisfied with holy things, that's great, but it's still about you. But Chachma is about not you, it's about nullifying yourself, it's about God. And that's why we hear, He says, because one's joy and one's delight cannot be seen or felt. If it's only if you have, if you can grasp it, if you can understand it. How you went out from darkness to great light. So first he has to sense this great light, how great great it is the how high the advantage of it so you have to first appreciate the level in order to get joy you have to have an appreciation of the higher level how can you appreciate the higher level you have to understand it if it's beyond your understanding you can't appreciate you can't be happy about it because you don't know anything so therefore first you have to understand and then if you get rid of your eye Oh, wait a minute, let me go. So now we're going back. You get rid of your eye. Well, that's a non- and that's why Yontem. On Yontem, you need your eye. Yeah, but I'm saying Shabbos. Yeah, when you get rid of your eye, then it's not about understanding anymore. It's about you humbling yourself to Hashem. It, it's a little bit of Chachma. That's Chachma. So this the spark. This insignificance or. Uh, I don't know. If, Abolition of the eyelids. That's it. right. Yes. Uh, Abolition of the eye. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Then we abolish. You know, if we abolish the eye, we solve a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the eye. It's all about the ego. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then there's no sense of joy or anything. Because usually those all your emotions are connected to the eye. That's right. These emotions. That's that's that's, that's happy and joyous. That's right. I'm the one that's happy. You know, like they always say, when you say, I love you, what you're really saying is, I love me. Because for what you do for me, it's not I love you. You don't love the other person. You love the other person because the other person fills your needs or do something that you enjoy. So you're basically saying, I love you because you provide for me. So I'm loving myself. To say, I love you, to say, love Hashem, because you're Hashem, that means it's not about me anymore. It's about God, not about me. It's not because of what it does for me. It's not my joy. It's not my pleasure. It's not my delight. It's not me. Let's let's see that. But first, we're talking about Yontem. Okay. 
So after you have an understanding that you have descended low, low, so when he goes up from the low, low to high, high, to God, so his joys will be increased very much. Because this all doesn't apply only by the intellect of Ema, meaning the part of Bina. The mother, that is a revelation of the Ein Sof light in a level of a being and an understanding. As we said before, that you understand. So God gives you an opportunity and gives you a glimpse and it gives you a part that you can understand in a way that is comprehensible, in a way of a yesh, what is going up, the mile mile, the great advantage. But the level of 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 the Abba, they are the level of revelation of Ma. Ma means what? There's no. It's a revelation of of what? In other words, it's a hidden revelation. It's a revelation of Bittel. It's beyond understanding. You can't say higher. You can't say lower. What is it? There's no understanding over there. And dark, the low and the bottom, up and bottom, top and bottom are equal. Darkness is like light. Also, darkness will not darken for you. All yeah? differences uh, disappear. All differences disappear, that's right. Because in your mother, all differences disappear. And we're all equal. Unfortunately, we wanted to finish. We ran out of time, but we're going to have to continue. Okay, okay. we'll continue later. To the the mimer of and we're up to now on page base column Aleph and twelve page twelve column Aleph. We're here um, with the v'digduk um, haloshin. So he was talking about the difference between. Shabbos and Yontif. That on Yontif we have the revelation of Bina. That means that that is a revelation of understanding, of them grasping the ideas, and therefore being able to comprehend and appreciate it helps you become besimcha. Helps you helps you become happy is something which you can rejoice. But on Shabbos we have Meichin the Abba. We have the intellect of Chochmah. Chochmah over there is what is revealed is not something that's comprehensible, it's something which is higher than comprehensible, in which uh, he said you can't say there is no up and down because up and down are both equal in that level. And he quoted the Lushen, he quoted the language, Kachashecha Ka'ira. means like uh, darkness is like light. Meaning that, the simple meaning as we understand it, even the lowest of level, which is called the darkest level. The reason why he calls the, called the darkest level is why is because it has very little light over there. Meaning, if there's very little revelation over there, it's called the dark level. Say, for example, this world, 
right? If you look at it in the order of the worlds of the descent of God's energy and light into the world, this world is a dark world because it has the minimum amount, it has the least amount of light uh, revealed in it, as opposed to the higher levels which are considered light because they have more light than uh, the lower level. But we're saying that relative to this higher level, that higher level, darkness isn't dark for it. Darkness isn't darkness. Even darkness, even places which seem uh, to hide godliness, but relative to this higher level which is beyond comprehension, or the level of Chochmah, it doesn't make a difference. Even the dark, the lowest places are not too dark for that level. It can come down there just as well as it can come down in the higher level. Because since it's coming down, its revelation is not in a way that it's grasped, that it's appreciated, that it's uh, caught in the intellect. So its presence is equal. The dark place can have the same presence as the upper place. But now he's trying to explain here a very a deeper and a very significant uh, detail in the wording of the language that we used over here. Because we said uh, in the concept, we we're trying to say that chashecha is ka'ira, meaning that even the place which is dark isn't dark for him, it's light for him too, which means places which are beyond, he can even reach over there. But the fact is that if you look at the language, it says, You don't say just, that the dark place is like light in front of him. In other words, that he can also see in the dark place. You don't say like, you know, the guy at this level, he has night vision, he can even see, he can even come down in the dark place, just like he can be in the light place. But it says, Just like darkness is just like light. So in other words, we're trying to say not only that dark doesn't block for him, that he can also come down in a place which is dark, it's like light. But we're also trying to say that light is also like darkness. We're saying both things. We're saying that the dark place is also light in front of him, but we're also saying that the place that is light is also dark. We're saying the equality is kachashecha is koira. So it's all the same, that even like the darkness is like the light. So the darkness is also like uh, like. So therefore, we'll look inside. So he says, v'digdok, the line that starts with kachashecha koira. It's two, four, six, eight lines from the top. It says, V'dig du kaloshin, k'chashecha ka'ira b'shnei chofin, the specific language that we say here, k'chashecha ka'ira, and we use uh, two chofs over here. So v'habele lemeimar, he should have said, it seems like he should have said, just to dem- just to give us the point, that even darkness doesn't is not far. We should have said, that darkness is like light. In other words, that darkness doesn't block him. He can come and reveal even in the chashecha. 
Ella. But rather, so he says, Just saying darkness is like light. That's not sufficient. That only tells you, That only tells you one part. tells you that also darkness does not darken for him, so that he can come down in a place which is dark also. But when we use the language like darkness, like light, uh, we use two chofim, mashma, that has the connotation. It's not just that darkness doesn't darken from him, that also the darkness and the darkness is equal to light, but it's also the other way. But here we're trying to say that light is also equal to darkness. So now we're basically not, we're not saying just that night is not night before him, dark is not dark for him, but we're trying to say that light is actually dark for him. Which means, which means all lights before Hashem are darkened. Which means, which is essentially saying to you, uh, which is essentially saying to you that the greatest light that you have relative to Hashem isn't considered a light. It's considered nothing. So it's not even, so now we're not saying that the darkness, he can come down to the darkness, but we're saying even the light is dark. Darkness, which means the Kesedel, he quotes the a quotation from the Kabbalah from the Zohar, Afal Gav, the Iu Oir Tzach, I think it's the Zohar, the Iu Oir Tzach, Oir Metzuchzuch, even though the light is a pure Oir uh, Metzuchzuch, it's a shine, a polished kind of a light, which is the name of Ucham, meaning the low, the lights, the, the shine, nevertheless, Ucham Hukhulu. It is still darkened next to Hashem, that light is darkened. So what does it mean? Meaning it doesn't matter how profound or how powerful the light is, next to Hashem is not light. What's something, what are we saying greater? When you say that he can see even in darkness or darkness doesn't block for him, that is expressing the greatness that he can reach in all places and he can be even in dark places. But expressing the other is a more profoundity. Here we're saying that what is considered to be light, relative to Hashem, it's not even considered light. Because next to Him everything is dark. Look in the uh, end of the uh, Mimer, which begins with the word Shkheri Nivinova, Bepirush, Hamoilech, Mehoidu, Ve'ad Kush. Oh, the the Efsher Shazehu Inyan. We in the parenthesis part. Yeah, I'm reading the parenthesis here. The Efsher Shazehu Inyan Beis Hachofim, the Chashecha Koyro. Perhaps over there again, I have to look in the Maimer, but over there it says who rules from Hoydu to Kush. Um, I guess Hoydu would probably be the line of shine. That's the revelation. Kush is darkness, black. Uh, so, uh, so there's connected over there, and it says Efshizo inyan beis achofim. Maybe, maybe this is the concept of the two chofim de chashecha koyra. So it says chof de koyra, 
when we use the chav like light, zehu keser elyon. That's the level of the crown of above. Commission kosu b'divir maschel yenosi bechag vehasela. The chav the kichashega zehu kiinyan kalo venecherotzo. Avaderach sheniskar bezoyer chelegalav davgimul amadalav. V'chein kores ein b'moyde oyre is chav sivkes vav. I have to look this piece up. I don't know this offhand, you know, how to explain this. Because you have to look in the mimer and have to look up the Zoyer. It's not uh, something that I can just interpret over here like this. But let's go weiter. Let's go further. With regards to this, it's written, Yoshes Choyshech Sisrei. That Sisrei, God's place, is places it with darkness. It's darkened. This place is placed with, with darkness. Which means in Hashem's place, in that area of godliness, in the level of Keser, in the level of of, of the where Chachma comes from, and then Giluyim. So over there there is no light or revelation of understanding at all. There is no revelation. There is the nullification of one understanding. That's why in that level, when there's revelation of the level of Chokhmah, which is causes the, the person's subjugation to the Chokhmah, there is no joy, there's no delight, there's no open revelation. And that's why on Shabbos we don't have a mitzvah of, 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 of delight as we do during the uh, weekday. It's when there's a revelation of this level of bitul. Since there is no thought that can really comprehend, uh, and therefore it's only bitul. It's no delight of understanding. It's only nullification, only subjugation to a higher level than you. That's not considered elevation. Like we said before by Malchus, because it goes back, it's somewhere, it goes back to its home, like a child is going back from the incarceration and going back and recognize going back home. It doesn't go back home, but rather um, it's considered mostly so you're not going up to a higher level but you're coming to somewhere where everything is equal where there is no higher and there is no lower so you're coming back to a level which is beyond comprehension and which is beyond these boundaries the limitations uh, it's sort of you're leaving dimensions in the first level of Yom Tev, you're going from a lower dimension, from a lower level to a higher level, within the same dimension. Over here, all of a sudden, you go into outer space. Over here, you're just leaving this place. The level of chokhmah is not going to a place. You're, you're not reaching higher. You know, when you get above, you know, uh, once you lose the gravity, you know, the space in traveling is not higher, or lower. It's going up or down. It doesn't make a difference at that point. Because at one point, once you leave the relative uh, higher level, which is based on the one's intellect and revelation, 
in an orderly fashion, once you take them to the level of subjugation, that's the level of bittel, then you don't have up or down. You reach a level which is beyond up or down, which is the higher level in godliness. And that's why it's called darkness. Because darkness is, and that's why it's light and darkness are the same. So, if you just said reaching down in the lower level, so that would mean that you still you're still talking about lower and higher levels. If you say that that means that you're talking about a level which is a lower level. There's a level of darkness, there's a level of light, and you're saying you're reaching out into the lower level which is darkness. But when you're saying you're reaching out to a level where there is no darkness or light over there, that means you reach to a level which is way beyond. No con- there are no concepts. No concepts, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's just your subjugation to the, to the level of middle of the day and stuff. Let's just quickly finish the parentheses here, and we'll go down. And this is the meaning when they said, is there Hashem amongst us or not? So, uh, when the Jews were testing them, but in this context over here, Pirish, Ima, Gilui, these are the two different revelations. If it's from the order, the evolution order, So then, I have what to inherit my... Those who love me, yes, there is. In other words, there's an existence, there is a substance. That's the level of Hasogia, because the, they can comprehend it. There is a, a yesh over there, which is the level of Gan Eden and Hanchelayv uh, yesh. Because in Gan Eden it says, we will be able to, we inherit a level which is something that is of value to the person's intellect. So he grows on a higher level. But then on the other hand, uh, that means, is Hashem amongst us, which means, that is the level of yesh that comes down to us, that we can perceive, that we can comprehend. Or the revelation is from beyond from the level of ayin, which means where there is no uh, yesh. In other words, there's no, there's only subjugation. Two times the word when you buy chokma, buy bina, two times kona equals three hundred and ten because each one is one fifty-five. Two times one fifty-five is three hundred and ten. So that means when you acquire, when there's something that level of your perceiving it, you acquire it, then it becomes a yesh. That means that there is something there. That is the higher level of Chochmah, which in Chochmah, it says you can Chochmah too, but within Chochmah, there is that aspect of the Chochmah, which is still the Ayin. That is connected to the level where Chochmah comes from Ayin. So that's the level of Ayin within Chochmah. To delight the faith 
So that makes rejoices alikim. Mechinas the decha zeh mashal ma'ilim mechinas hasimcha ukinal. So there too we see there's two levels of rejoicing and beyond rejoicing, which is from bina and higher level of chokma. Ba'in shom b'divra maschil shish mehem ma'malachis binyan ma'ilim mebeis Hashem yechukulu b'divra maschil ushavte ma'im besosim. This is all that we have to look into all the different things, but we'll leave this for another time. All right, so we'll continue with the kitzer. So Inyan, we discussed that the Inyan of Be'eretz, Be'eretz Toichlumatzis, and the Inyan, uh, with the Inyan of uh, eating the matzis, and should the Lehi speak with Tzekas Chulu. And also the discussion was Inyan Yom Tov Shehu Moyadim Lesimcha. By Yom Tov we say the holidays are made for Yom for Simcha as opposed to uh, Shabbos. Simcha is on Yom Tov because Yom Tov is the level of Bina because Bechinas Meshivi Akeres Habayis Emabonim Smeicha. If it's the mother of children, where there is a Hasoge in the level of Bina, so there is Simcha. And it says Benor Yavru Berogel. They pass through the river. The river that is the level of Bina. So when they go through Beregel Shom Nismachot, then they're rejoicing over there. Uh, but the Indian Shabbos, but Shabbos, that's the level of Yontif. But the Shabbos is Bechinas Gilui, Vachokma Ma'ayin Tumotzeh. Over there, Chokma comes from Ayin, which means there's no Hasoga, there's no grasping. The lace, Machshova Tvisobei, you can't grasp it. So over there, there's no Simcha. Kiyesh Bechinas Seder Hishtalshlus Ilove Olu. Means from other means a jump over. So the level of Chokhmah comes as a jump from the higher level. But so there is an order of, of Ishtal Shulus, which is Ilov That is rooted in the level of Bino. And that's why the Pasuk says, Nohor Eden. The Nohor that comes out from Eden, this is the level of Bino. Over there it applies rejoicing because there is understanding. So because of the understanding, there is simcha. The uh, yesh, but there is another, that's the level of ishtalshlus. The yesh b'china shalomaylam is seder ishtalshlus. There is a level which is higher than ishtalshlus. That is b'chinas eiden atzmei. That's the level of eiden itself. Shalzen uh, ne'emar. The Aden itself, that's the level of Chokhmah, which is higher than, than the level of Nohra Yetzimah. Bina comes from Aden, but the Aden itself is Chokhmah. Shazen, Amar, Ayin Loirasachulu. I cannot see, nobody see the Aden itself, as the Gemara says uh, that over there is Loirasachulu. Vezau Vekoroso La Shabos Oineg. You call Shabbos Oineg. What is Oineg? Roshetavis. Aden. Nohor Gan. The Hainu Shenimshach Mibchinas Eden, that you, uh, your Mamshach from the level of Eden, in addition to the Nohor, I guess, and the Gan, which goes uh, further, which is the level of Bina, but it starts from the level of Eden. That's why Oinek is Eden Nohor Gan. Base. That's why we say by Shabbos, we compare by Yom Tov it says, 
by Yom Tov it says Mikro Kodesh. Oh, here it says Ki Kodesh. You shmartem as a Shabbos. Keep the Shabbos Ki Kodesh. Kodesh means he ba'atzmoi b'chinas Kodesh ha'elyein b'chinas chokma. She herself is Kodesh. That's the supreme level of Kodesh. Which, what level is that? B'chinas chokma. Which is moichin the Abba, which is the the moichin of chokma of Abba, that's revealed on Shabbos. As opposed to Yontav, we call it Mikro Kodesh. We call it Kodesh. It's only Mikro Kodesh. It's not Kodesh, but it's Mikro Kodesh. It's merely a ray from Kodesh, which is Nehi Da'aba Betech Moichin That's the level of Netzach Hod Yisoyed. The Gimel Tachtoinus in Chokhmah as they come down into Moichin De'ema. But I would just say that it's just been a Yom Tov. So he says, no, Sharagam be Yom Tov. Begilu Moichin De'ema also in Yom Tov. When there is the revelation of Moichin De'ema, Tzorich Lahamshik Moichin De'ema. We still need to draw down Moichin De'ema as well. So even though it's Moichin De'ema, the Eimo is need the Moichin Dabo. Ki Moichin the Eimo for while we're talking about Moichin of Bina Hagam Sheheim Bichinas Yesh, even though they're in a way of a Yesh, unlike the Kodesh, the Chachma of Chachma Komokoim, Eino Bichinas Dover Nifrat Chaz Visholom. They're not an independent item, God forbid, Eloha Yesh. But it's a yesh that comes from ay, but it's not a separated yesh. So even bina, as we're talking about the level of bina of atzilus, level of ema, is not a separated from Hashem. It's not, a, but it comes from ay. The ayin v'yesh. When we talk about ayin v'yesh, which is chokma bina, the chokma is the ayin, and the bina is the yesh. They are two friends that are not separated, which means that the bin is always infused by the chokhmah. The chokhmah is always with it. That there is constantly extends the level of bitl, which is the moichin the abo, to become moichin the So it's always nimshach there. His galus. So in order to be the revelation of the Tainuk, there is constantly, from Bino de Iskalus Tainuk, is there is always a, a, a level of Bittl of Mechind Abba in Bino. Sha Tainuk, who gamke mam shokas edin sov baruchu, the lace machshavachu. Because the delight that you get in Bino is also from the blessed light of the air in sov that is being extended, was the lace machshavachu. So we're not talking about bringing down a light, a hanoe or a benad, a pleasure, delighting in something which can be uh, uh, mamish graspable. But, loy, but you're getting a tiny, you're grasping the inner sof, let's It's not like you're delighting because you're understanding something which has already been separate, removed, God forbid, from the Ebishter. The tiny comes from the inner sof, which is connected. Ella, 
but the reason it's been given that you can delight in the revelation of this light, because of the descent and the evolution of this light and this revelation, until it comes down to the grasping that it's a tremendous light. And the more that it's lower, lower, uh, uh, it, um, it, 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 it's 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 the person that's been to bring Simcha, he's rejoicing and he's happy in the revelation of this light and this revelation. But in this Simcha, you need to bring down from the Moichin Abba as well. Shatiya has Simcha, so that the rejoice should be which is the level of Moichin Abba. Which is the level of the Ein Sof that there is no thought that God. V'ayim Hashikosu v'aposik oisri lagefen osar yud lebchinas gefen chulu. There is as you tie the oisri, you're tying the yud to the level of gefen. V'zehu inyan mikro kodesh, and this is the idea of mikro kodesh, is ki adam shekoyde lachaveli. Let's say it was a mikro This is like a person calling his friend. Just like when you call your friend, that you call him by his name, Shurak Ziv, which is only a ray and a shine that expands him alone. So when you call by person, he wants to say that the calling doesn't get the essence, doesn't get, just gets a shine, you're calling the name, you're calling the person. So likewise, when we call mikro koidesh, koidesh is chokhmah, is abba. So you either have koidesh itself, or you only have the mikro koidesh. The mikro koidesh means you're calling the name, you're getting a order, shuraka order ba'alma b'chinas abba. Like the which is a level of only the shame of Kvoid Malchuse to be Mamshik. Or it says Khulu or Vayas David Shame, which is Bikinas Nehi Khulu. That's the level of Netzachad Yusoid of Abba, as you said before, from the level of Chokma, it's only the level of Nehi which dresses up in Bina. So how do we bring down this Samshokha? Yom Tov is through Tefillah and Halal. Through Dabni and Halal. Achheim Einom Radrag But on Yom Tov, this is only with Rabbonah because they hold the Dabni and Halal is only with Rabbonah. But Umidoy Raise Nimshech Bepesach Al-Yidea Achilas Matzah. Uh, and Yontif, so, so in other words, how does Yontif bring down the Hamshokha, is Koyre, the Mikroi Kedish from 
the level of Chokhmah, even the Ha'or, how does he get it? So during Yom Tev, you daven and you say Hala, but with the Raisa, Nimshah for Pesach, the Echilas Matzah. Eating the Matzah, you get it. Shehu Katnus Abba. That's considered the small, the small of Abba, which is the lower level. Kimitzad Moichin the Abba, because Kimatzah Moichin the Abba. Matzah is considered the level of Chokhmah. Why? We say that when does a child start to know to call Abba? Till he tastes the taste of grain. So Abba is connected with matzah because that's when you can call Abba. That's chokhmah. He says so that the tinek should know this. That's not bina. That is because it comes from higher than what's understood. Because this knowledge, this knowing in the child, isn't something which he can grasp. He doesn't know how and what is his father. And also, the tinuk uh, is 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 uh, his mind is small. Also, it doesn't have taste. So, and therefore, because it's all not really understood, what is that? What is the level which is higher than understanding? That's the level of Chokhmah, the level of Abba. But it goes in a small way into the child. That's why it's called the food of Emunah. Because it's not really graspable. So basically what he's saying is that the child understands this, but he doesn't really understand it. So that's a level of Chokhmah. And so this is really higher than the child's understanding. So this is really the level of Chokhmah. But it comes down bikatnus. It comes down in the level of the child. It's called the muna. When does moichin the abba come in the matzah? Through the matzah that we bring down the level of chokma. That's only on the first night. But from there and on. So even though it says that matzah should be eaten seven days, upirush, and it means that we need to feed all seven days from the level of Chokhmah, so it's not only in the first night. As we know from the idea of counting, of the Sviras. So that in the first week, we have the seven Meichin Da'abo, which is that the Meichin Da'abo goes in all seven Midas. So lecheira the shivas yomim toichol matzah yo matzah yochel means that you need to bring down the abba the matzah in all seven days just like by the svira we have the zayim zayim the abba 
and you have the Mecha Chokma in all seven Midas. Chokma in, 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 in each one of them. I mean, we do the Svidas, the Midas, but it's also the idea of, of, of the Mechin as well. In a the Sfiras Aimer we count as the Midas, Chesed, Gvurat, Tiferes, seven times seven. But here he's saying, I think Sfiras is talking about Sfiras Aimer, we'll see in a minute, yeah, because it starts to count, you know, right away from uh, the first week of uh, after Pesach, but that starts with the Machas of Pesach. But we'll see there. So, but the bottom line is, you have seven, you have Matzah, come down all seven. In a Pesach Mitzrayim, but by the Pesach Mitzrayim, the prohibition of Chometz was not last for seven days. It was just the first day was the Chometz, the prohibition. Because there was both of them, Moshe and Aaron were around. And it says the Anon did not leave, which is the Anon of Aaron. That's Aaron, the Anon, the Hainu. That is the level of Makifa Abo. What did the Anon do? It would kill the scorpions, the snakes in the Midbar. The Makif would blind the eyes of the outer ones, which have no unique. So when you have Arin, you have the Makif, and you have that surrounding in those days, then you don't have to battle with the Chometz. You don't have to worry about the Chometz. You have only one day, and you're all set. So for them, it was enough to bring down the Mechendabah the first night because the rest was taken care of by Moshe and Aaron together by the level of Makif, which would take away the Chitzonim, and it didn't have to come out to not eating Chometz. But for the generations to come. So there we say, Zayn Yomim Teichlu Matzis, that for seven days you eat Matzis. Okay. But still, but he said before that the Abba, that the Matzah is only the first night in the Mitzvah. The, the prohibition is not to eat Chometz, so there should be no nurturing for the Chitzoni, for the Klippus. Abba Matzah, but the Matzah, which is Mechand Abba, that we don't need to have more than the first night. It's sufficient to have in the first night. Which we say over there the of the Posik set it up as an obligation. The Ozil in Kulu Kulu. So the Anona the Aaron Dixibe Nami Loyamesh Amud Haonon Yema Shekoilu Kol Hayom. So what does it mean that Hashem continues uh, to give his chazdoi, which means the yoimom is the day that goes with all of them, which is anonad aren. Dixib beinami lo yomish ma'amud anon yoimom chulushekoyilukolayom. So that includes all the days. So when Aaron was there, basically, you had the level of yoimom over there because it went along. No, so this was, but this is also the dodes. We're talking about the day. There's one day 
in which, which is the Erev Teichel Matzis, that's a Yoima Dozulim Kulu. That's the day that goes with all other, meaning the Sefira, that goes with all Kulu, which is Anono the Arim. This would be the cloud of Arim. Meaning the middle of Aaron, the middle of Chesed of Aaron, the Ksibe Nami, where by him it's also written, Lo Yomish Amud Ho'onon Yoimom. So over there also says about the Yoimom, Lo Yomish Amud Ho'onon Yoimom, Kulu, which means, Shekoilu Kolo Yom. I'm a Parsh Zemadav Kulgimulam at base, Uma Shekosuf, Allah Bemoke Machar, in the Zoyar, in and what's written in and that is the first day alone because every day of the week Sunday is the level Shul Chesed that's Chesed Monday is Gevura and so on in the Shiva Shimei Habinyan so that's why the uh, the Matzah the Mitzvah is only on the first day Time of Moshe and Adin, when there is the level of Avod, then you only need one day. Later on, after that, the Ledoiris over there, you need uh, seven days. Kitzah, Indian Kodesh, he talks about the difference of Kodesh, which we said is Shabbos, or Mikra Kodesh, which is Yontav, because it's Hamshocha from Kodesh Azim. Hamshocha Zubi Yontav Shal Pesach, Hoide Hamatzah. And how does this come down on Pesach, that Mashach of Kodesh, which is the level of Chokhmah, he said. So that comes down. So you get the level of Abba, to call Abba, to call Chokhmah, you need Tam Dogon. So that means the Matzah is what causes this. And also explain what does it mean to give the level of Matzah into the seven days. So it turns out that there is two matzis. The first night matzah is mandatory, is an obligation. And then you have the matzah, which is not mandatory, but you're not allowed to eat chametz, you have to eat matzah. The matzah that we eat all days of Pesach. And about the second bay, second level, not about the. This is second about the second level about the matzah of the rest of the Pesach. Shaloi he speak over there. He says that it didn't have a chance to become chometz. The dough didn't become chometz. Ki aviseinu loy hoyu tzrichim beemes. They didn't need to have guarding the matzah all days of Pesach. I said earlier, but it came by them automatically from their level. So they had the revelation of Melech Malach without having to have uh, the matzah of Shimur all days of Pesach. Pirish. Explains the Masha Kodesh Baruch Hu Nikra Melech Malchei Hamlochim. What does it mean when we say the Eibushter is the King of Kings? Kibshutim. What is the simple meaning? Who are the kings? Who are the kings of kings? The Eibushter is the one that kings the kings. 
So which kings and who are the ones that are the king's kings? Those are the kings that are below in this world. Which are the kings, those kings of kings? Those are the officers, the supreme officers, the high officers, which are in the army above. That's the Malche Hamlochim. Commission Kosu Bidonil Simen Yud, the descendants of Yud, Visar Melech Poras, the Sar of Melech Poras. Bakodish Baruchu Nikro Melech Malche Hamlochim. He is the king over those that king kings. So the kings are the Malachim Shalomatka, those who king kings are the Sarim, and the Abish there is a Melech over those who king kings. That's one inch. That's pshuta. Void nikra melech malcham lochim. Further, he's called melech malcham lochim. Bebchinas malchusiv and agosiv ha'ilum esadiyas In the level of Hashem's kingdom and the way He leads the world through the ten spheres. Hamalochim heim nihi. That's the netzach hoid yisoid. Within the ten spheres, the malochim are netzach hoid. Those the lower three. Level of the Sviris, of the Midas. Umalchei, that's Chagas, that's Chesed Gvuris Triferes. And Umelech Malchei, so that's already the level of Chagas, uh, that's the level of Chabad, Chokhmah bin Adas. Kibayulom Haasiyo Meirin, and it divides into three categories. Kibayulom Haasiyo. Over there you have in Asisa the Melech, the Melech Kipshutai. In this world is the level of Netzachod Yisoit. That's the Melochim. Ubeilam Hayit Sira, Meir Chagas. So this way is Chesed Gvurati Feres. Ubeilam Habriya is Bina. So that's why we have these Melech, Malchai, Hamlochim. Um, Achbatzilus meir bechinas chokma, but natzilus is level of chokma. Behindu, ki bechokma. So, but he only says that uh, the level of bina in bria is only the level of bina, but in natzilus we have the actual level of chokma. Behindu, ki bechokma shoyre eiden sov baruchu, because in chokma rest the eiden sov shu anikra. Melech Malchei Hamlochim. So in the Sviris, the level of Atzilus, the level of Chokhmah is Melech Malchei Hamlochim. I am Bezeir Chedek Aleph, Dav Gimel Lomad Aleph, or Bezeir Chedek Beis, Yisrei, Dav Samach Zainam with Beis. Begilu Chokhmah, and when we say revelation of Chokhmah, which is in Atzilus, Hugilu Eir Abba, that is the revelation of the light of Abba, the light of Chokhmah, Shenigle Bebchinez that it came in a revealed way. So that's going to be the So we said, So therefore, automatically, he didn't allow for their dough to become chametz, 
Lias Yenikim Chaz V'Shalom. To be Yenikim. So when there shines the level of Chokhmah, when there is Aviseinu, Lohispik Betzekes Aviseinu, when there is a level of Chokhmah, when there is a level of Aviseinu, they cannot become Chokhmah, cannot become Chometz. Because the Gilu of Chokhmah in Atzilus is so strong that it doesn't allow for a nurturing of the Chitzayim Chaz V'Shalom. The Pasuk says, Yerei Hashem as Beni Umloich. Oh, Beni Umelech. Fear Hashem, my son, and the king. What does it mean? What does it mean, fear my son and the king? What is the simple meaning? Hainu. Just like you need to fear Hashem, bless Hashem, even though you don't see Him. With this fear, you're going to separate from Aveda. Likewise, you'll also need to should also need to fear from the king, the kings of the land. Put his image in front of your face. Even though you don't see him. And that way you will be free or save yourself from liability of death to the kingdom because you'll always have the king in front of your eyes. So explain the Kada Kemach in the Erech of Yira. There is another, there is another in the explanation of the Pasik. As our sage says, Hashem Hashem Bini Umelech means Umloich, Umloich Yitzvah. And you should be king over your Yetzer, you know, control your Yetzer. And both of these interpretations are true. By the true fear of Hashem, who is the Melech Malcham Lochim. Then you will be in control, you will dominate, you will king over your Yetzer. That you're not going to be drawn after the physical desires. Because of the year and the Bittl. When we say it didn't let to become Chomet, that's Yitzhah. So basically, if you have that level, Yitzhah is not going to be in check. As the Pasuk says, referring to the Yitzhah, it says, Mikaf, he says, Help me, the Ebrister, from the hands of Ma'avil v'chomets. The Ma'avil means doing bad, and Chomets. Is the level of chometz, which means the yitzur hora. Melachain, and therefore, aidei shenigla aleihem melech malchei hamlochim hakodesh baruch hu. Through that, that the Eibushter revealed himself as baruch hu. Azay memeila loyhispik lahachmitz that didn't have a chance to become chometz. Avo letzleinu. But that was by them, because by them was Meir the level of Chochmah. But by us, We have an obligation 
to eat matzah for seven days. Over there, matzah was only for the first day. So, Shehain, Zayin, Hamidus, because those are the seven midas. Shebehem, the seven days means the seven days in which the Yetzirah, Yeshbehem, Yeshlitali, Yetzirah, which the Yetzirah has a dominance. Sheshvidus HaKelim, Hoyu B'Zachib, Zayin, Tachtoinus. That's where the breaking of the vessels were in the seven lower levels, in the levels of the Midois, the seven Midois. That's why we have to bring in Matzu Bittl into them, because we are associated with Midois, no longer with the level of Chokhmah, so we have to have the Matzu for seven days. On the first level it says... Baburzeh osa Hashem li. So what does it mean? Baburzeh, as we teach it, Baburzeh b'shoshi yesh matzes. Shabavir hamshochas matzeh. Shabavir hamshochas matzeh. Because of bring the matzeh osa Hashem osa vaye. Babur baburzeh. In other words, for matzeh osa vaye li. So So that means that there was a revelation of the level of Abba to be Mamshik, the level of Bittl was the level of Chokhmah. That's the first level, the first Madrig of Matzah, The Hainu Inyan also Havaya Li. Hainu Mashin Nimshach. Gilu Enesof Lumat Baruchulamato Mamesh. That is the revelation. And yourself comes down in the word of Asiyah. So you have that level of Havaya coming down all the way. How is it possible such a level of the Ein Sof, Gilu Ein Sof Baruch to be Revealed below, uh, to come down to Lee, to actually to me, even though I am in the physical Asiya, I'm in Mitzrayim. That's only possible because of this. Because of this, Hashem Lee brings it down. Because the matzah draws down the level of Meichan Da'abo, and since it's Meichan Da'abo, Shachokma comes from Ayin, which means Shilamaylam is Seder Ashtalshlus, from the word Ashtalshlus. So over there it says, like darkness, like light, it doesn't make a difference. So therefore, from the level of Chokhmah, it can come down also into the level of Asi in the Gashmis, in Mitzrayim. Bashova Mashma. This was the first time Mashma. It, it, everything is equal, and it makes everything. Equals everything out. L'chein, yochel, liyeis, osavaya li. That's what it can be as well. Sheyumshach, ha'oyr li, lamato, basiyah Gashmis. So that to me, the level of Basiyah Gashmis. 
So basically what he's saying in the first level of matzah we have the, level, the revelation of the Giloy Rachokma and once the Giloy Rachokma is Baburzeh is because of this Hamshokha of the matzah that we eat, it brings down through the matzah, we get a level of chokhmah, and that can come down all the matzah. How is that? The passage says, So we say, Shem says, I will go through Mitzrayim. So it says, Ani malach, So what does it mean, not a malach, and not a sorof, but Hashem himself will go through? So that means, not dressed up in the lower madreyes of which is the level of that's in the general world within Atzilus itself is also there's also the level of in Atzilus the Malchus is called Asiyah of Atzilus and Chacham Kachazil Bino Hemitzido Briyadatzilus. But here we're saying that Zohu Gamkein Pirush Ani Veloi Malach. This is also it says that the Ebrister says Ani Veloi Malach. We're talking about that the Gilui comes from the level of Chachma, and that's why it says Ani. Which represents the level, but not a malach. Shahamalchus nikragamkin hamalach chulu. So that would not be uh, even the level of, of malchus. El ani davke shahu al yidei hamshochas eir abo. That is specifically by bringing down the light of abo chokma mekoyed hachokma. The source of Chochmashu, Atzilus Sheba Atzilus. That is the level of Atzilus within Atzilus. By Mashakosuf, Bedivra Maschil, Hoven, Betoysus, Beer, Inyan, by Yetzer, Chulo, by Yetzer. Shekemoy Kain, Bedalad, Bechines, Doimim, Tsemei, Chai, Madaber, Sheba Atzilus. So just like we're talking about the Olmes Abia, we also have the four elements of Doimim, Tsemei, Chai, Madaber. That chokma ilo, the level of Abba, the level of supreme chokma, he begins medaber chulu. That's the level of medaber. That's the level, the highest level of uh, of chokma, the level of atzilus sheba atzilus. Ein shom. Why was it necessary for that? Because the land of Mitzrayim was a place of impurity. So therefore, we needed Davke to bring down a very high Hamshocha, Supreme Hamshocha, from a high place. From a place that even darkness should not be dark for him. And darkness is like light, relative to the light, level, relative to the level of Chokhmah. Darkness is like light, so therefore it can come down into a level of darkness, to Mitzrayim, to Tumah. The light of Chochmah, not the light of Bina. And that is, why is that? Because a Shaliyach uh, can only get a light, he can carry a light from Seder Hishtal Shalus. A shaliach cannot carry the light of the Ein Sof. That's why it has to be Ani Hashem. That which can be extended through a malach or a shaliach 
Notwithstanding, everything comes from Hashem. The Malach is merely an agent of Hashem, yet. And it's also, He is like the material in the hand of the craftsman, the Yetzer, in Hashem's hand. So it's really nothing that they do on their own. Hashem is sending them. But what kind of a light can they carry? Still, the light and the flow that can be that extends from that's from the source of Ishtaushlus. From this level of Ishtaushlus, it comes in a way of Elon Ol cause and effect in a Ishtaushlus. And that can dress up in a level of Malach and Asorov. That a Malach can take the level of Ishtaushlus. But it's not the same when we extend something from above Ishtaushlus. He cannot be a vessel and a shaliyach to that revelation. This is the concept of Okay. However, okay, so we know now it means because these are all levels of within Atzilus, the level, the lower levels. We need the level of Ani in order to bring down from the level of Chokhmah. So, we have to come Ani. But what does it mean when it says Ani Vilayachem? Well, the Rebbe is going to explain that it's possible. To because you're reaching into a level of yinikis which is kachashecha koyro dark and light, so the chitzonim could be yinikis chitzonim there too. So we have to prevent that. So that is that's what he's asking. Lahavim mashikos and evil leachar. So what is weiter? We're saying an evil leachar. The mikiva shekvar pirish, since he's already interpreted, he explained. That Malach, not through the Malach sort of So who is this Acher that he has to say Who else is there? We already excluded everything. From El to Yom Kippur, we mentioned we said Yud So. What is the idea? Liyois sheheim hamshoches el yoynos hamizgalis bebal teshuva. Time of El through there is the level of bal teshuva. So therefore, we uh, we are on the level of a bal teshuva. A bal teshuva reaches up to the level of yidgim mitzrachem. Why is a bal teshuva reach the level of yidgim mitzrachem? says, But some people, we know that in El is this Galus, that's why we have this Galus, but saying the Yudgim we say it in Slichas, we say it, and uh, uh, some people say Slichas a whole month of El, but definitely we have the idea of that during the month of El is the Melech Basodeh, that's the idea where he speaks about the Yudgim Mitzrachemim. Okay, he says, he said, that, so. Why is that? Because 
when you've made a mistake and there's a blemish, you got to fix it from a higher place to bring down what you mixed out, missed out. Since he has already sinned and he is blemished, so how are you going to fix it? You have to bring down very high levels, which is darkness like light. So, in other words, where that light doesn't care about you made a mistake. It's in a place, it comes from such a place where the mistake doesn't matter. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu said you'd give him mitzrachim after the Yidden had the Egel because he had to fix that pagam. So he had to bring down from the higher level. So, but now we have a problem because the problem is so that means that for everybody there's going to be now a uh, so even the chetzonim, the clippers can get because so the He bowed and he prostrated. What did he misspell to the Abishtar? Because he got worried. Because he saw the Rechapaim goes also for the evil. So he got very distraught. Does it mean that also the Rishoyim, I mean those who don't deserve the Chitzoyim? So, in order that the chitzonim should not be able to nurture from the kedusha, so Moshe asked, and he said, "We should be distinguished." He asked that this divine should not rest only by the. And Sam promised him. He says, this that you asked me, I will do. So what do we see from this itself? Had Hashem not promised him so, it would have rested. And like we find by Bilam, even though that he was terribly uh, slum, he was... Uh, on a very dirty level, very Tomedika Mizuim. Scum. But since the Ebsheh can do everything, so he can make a Shechina, even a Bilam can have a Shechina. And since darkness is like light, doesn't stop him, so he can do it. From there, from this level, that was Taka which Pare. Pare has the letters of Oyref. That's in a high place, so which means he didn't take from a lower place from because he stopped. He took it from a high place from the back of the Oyrev. That's why we were slaves to Pare Mitzrayim. Because Pare was able to take from such high level and enslave us. But when we go out of Mitzrayim, what does it mean going out of Mitzrayim? When we bring down the level of Chokhmah, when we bring down that below, through our Yisarusa Dilatato, when we eat, we make the matzah, 
So then the level of Chokhmah is reserved only Li. It doesn't go to the Chitzonim. That goes in the inner, in the level of Yisrael, and it doesn't go anywhere to Chitzonim. V'zau li v'loi loi, ilu ha'yusham loi ha'yunigo. That means when we say, learn from the Pesach, li, but not to the Russia, he would not be redeemed. So v'loi kasher mitchilo sh'ha'yunavadim l'paroi, sh'loi ha'yuloi, sh'ha'yuloi niko me'rabba me'achoraim chulu. He would not be free because he wouldn't get anything. In other words, the Russia doesn't get anything. In the beginning, so But now, once we're out of Mitzrayim, it's only that you would not go out of Mitzrayim. You would not get anything from that oil because it only comes Lee. This is what we're saying now. We'll say, what's the Vloyacher? So Vloyacher means that it should not go into any other area besides the area of. Kedusha only Lee. Zov leachad. Bahainu al day hamitzvah nimshach Lee bepnimis. Through the mitzvah, it comes to me in the inner. Benimtza shamatza gorum lotzis mimitzrayim. So what caused to go out of Mitzrayim? Matza matza. That's the Eir Abba. That's the Chokma. Kibichiposin hamshochas Eir Abba to bring down the Eir Abba. Avo kol zayin hayomim. But then when we talk about the seven days that follow, then he says, Over there it was enough, the one day ended. But then they have, we need the matzah for seven days behind the deiris. Our fathers, they didn't need to come out to seven days matzah, the level of Shochas Abod, that was already... Automatically, from the first level of Chokhmah, it was Nimshech there. That was Nimshech Melechulah. Ubiyur Inyan Zeh. up to the parentheses. Ubiyur Inyan Zeh, to understand this idea. Ubiyur Inyan Ba'avur So he's going to explain now the Inyan Ba'avur Zeh. What is Ba'avur Zeh because of this? So he says, Hinei. What is the meaning when we say So So we explained before. Um, that that is brought down. is brought down. It's hamshocha. It comes down from above. From higher than Ishtalshlus, in a place, the Kamei Kechasheicha Ka'ira Mamash. Over here before him, darkness is just like light, which means it makes no difference, it's equal. Mashafilu Keser Elyon Chulo Uchmahu Kodom Chulu. Even the level of the Supreme Keser is also dark. Uchmahu Kodom Ilos Before Hashem, it's also dark, which means it's way higher than Ishtalshlus. So notwithstanding the fact that that is a level of where we say, if you do righteousness, what could you give to Hashem? Which means it makes no difference. 
your righteousness because there's nothing you can give Hashem. But when it is extends and it brings in Chokhmah which is called Abba, and Unashamas Yisrael, which Nikroim Bonim, they are called sons, Libchinas Abba, Kemosh Laben says, like the son who comes from the mind of the father. So so when it comes from that level, when it's nimshach, from there, from the level, the higher than Ishtal Shalos, to the level of Chochmah Yilah, to Abba and to Nishamah Yisrael, who come from the Mayachav, Vazay Nikris Hamshocha now, Moichin Da'abba. Then that Hamshocha is called Moichin Da'abba. Imkein al yideizen nimshach ha-hamshocha rag b'sikra d'gdushokam, the dafka. So then, through this Hamshocha, even though it comes from higher than Ishtal Shlus, this comes down only <coughs> to the side of Kiddusha. And this is the, the meaning of Ozi Vizimros Yutke. My strength. My song, or different chapters, but it's Yudke. Yudke, Shehem, Avo. So when you have the level of Chokhmah Bina, that's Meichen Da Abo. And Aim, that's Yudke, Yud is Chokhmah, K is Bino, Av and the Aim, Va'al Yidei Zeh And that way, Ozim Yudke, this brings about Zeh Kelik. Behinei, So how does it come down from Chochmah law? So that comes through, they say, Abba HaMeslabish B'Yisoyed When the Yisoyed Abba dresses up in Yisoyed of Zoh, that means from Chochmah, it dresses up in be this in level of Zoh, Yisoyed of Chochmah, into Yisoyed of Zoh, this is Bavur Zeh. Bavur Zeh means when it's Nimshach. The Yisoyed Abba Yisoyed Zoh. V'ayim b'parshin v'yeitzei Tavkuf Nun Omid Beis B'inyan Pirush V'zeh Sh'ara Shamayim And also V'parshin b'shalach Samachalaf Aleph And Yisroi Daf Ayin And V'ayim ha'shekosuv so basically what we're saying over here is that when you get from a higher level of Ishtalshalus, but you bring it down through the level of Chokhmah, you say the Abba, when it's Nimshech, it only goes in the direct way. It's a Hamshoche only in Kedusha. And this is why we say that Shabchinas Yud Gimel, the same idea is Shabchinas Yud Gimel Midas When we talk about the 13 attributes of mercy, so what kind of a mercy are those? They are Shem Rachamim Gidoylim They are 
great mercy, no endless, endless amount. But yet, they're still called measures. A midah is a measure. So it's believable, but it's still measured rachamim. Why? Because it's measured. That there is a level which limits the rachamim, that it should only, even though it's unlimited, but it doesn't go everywhere, it only goes to a place that is fitting. Ke'inya, similar to this, a concept that uh, is brought down in the Gemara, that call me she'en bedeya, a person doesn't have das, you're not allowed to have compassion for him. Which means that even though you have rachamim, but the rachamim is also directed only in the right place to have it in the, uh, or they call it not misplaced rachamonis, not misplaced compassion. It should be uh, unlimited compassion, but in the right place. So, and this also is the meaning for this pirush berabis. So, baburze means that it should go down because of this. In the medrash rabbe on the posik, ze sefer toldish adam. So, what is it? This is toldish adam. So he says ze the gematria of ze is twelve zayin and hey seven and five is twelve. Hainu yud be shvatim that. It represents the twelve tribes. Vim shevet levi. If you add shevet levi, hem yud gimel, then you have thirteen. Shehem neged yud gimel mitzrachim uchulu. They correspond to the thirteen attributes of of of, of, of mercy. Bezau. So this is also the idea of 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 of, of being mabshich, I guess, into the yud b'shvatim, the yud gimel mitzrachim, and the measured. Into uh, the Bnei Yaakov, into the twelve Shvat. Mezehu, Rabbis, Asiso, Ata Hashem Alekei Kai Nifleisechum Achshesechum Aleinu Vegoimer. That Hashem, you've made a lot, your wonders, but it's Aleinu. Until him, Simon Mem Pirush Rabbis. What does it mean, Rabbis? Called over Shu Rabbe Otsu. Anything which is a lot and powerful is called Rabbis. What does it say You find the good measure of Hashem when he the flow in the multi fruitful and multiplying so everything that the Ebishter gives is, in a way, of ribuy, a lot. So what does it mean, rabbi sosiso? What are the rabbis? Those are the Ebishter's supreme measures, which are beyond measure and limitation. Shenikru rabbis, why would they call them rabbis? Kiinyan, like the idea of Rav Chesed, Rav Tuv Chulu. So we're saying Rabbis. Asiso, that the Rabbis, the great levels, come down in the level of Asiyah. They have evolved and they have extended, drawn, been drawn down into the physical doing. So Rabbis, Asiso. So the Im 
even though you're mamshich, your wonders and your thoughts is still to us. Hashem, you've done great things, but your wonders is still for the Jewish people. That the thought of Yidin came before everything. So besides all the great things that Hashem created and, and brought down Nasiya, higher than that, is the Machshavton Shal Yisrael. So there it says, You did a lot. So it says, Why did the eyes of Yitzchak dim? So it says that Hashem has done a lot. It's for Yaakov to get the bracha. So that's why it's Elenu. Parshas boy, Parshas tazvov. Apostle Chedesh hazelochem. So it says over there, Hatzdoka shalochem, Harachem shalochem, Chulu, Ayn Shom. Everything is for you. Everything is for the Yid. Ayn Shom. Ba'y mashukos v'romaschel v'achaltem ochel v'pidush ash'osu y'mochem l'haflu y'uyn Shom. It goes back now to the Prim of the Maimer, Vizehu, Bavurzel, Loyamarti, Elo Bishosh, Yishmatsu, More. That when can you be Mamshik, this level of higher from Ishtal Shulus? Loyamarti, you need the Matsu More. Shalidei, Hamor, Hamirus, Birchukim Hashem, through the bitterness, the More, and the bitterness. Of being distant from Hashem, that's the way you arouse the thirteen measures of Rachem. What is the idea? The idea is Kimashikos, Bimnoches Dafnun Gimel. It says over there, Yava Izeh, Vikabel Zois Mizeh. The Gemara says over there, very different too. And he should give it to the Jewish people. Yahweh Zeh is referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. Zeh Moshe Ish. The Kabbal Zois, that's the Torah. He should receive the Torah. It says Zois a Torah. Mizeh, that is from Zeh Keli Vanvei from the Eibishter. And he should give it to the Bnei Yisrael, as the Gemara says there. So the Rebbe teaches, who's the Zeh? Vahainu Moshe Shenisnabe Bazeh. Moshe was able to prophesy with that. It's a little bit different than what the Gemara says. The Gemara brings the posse over there of Zemoshe Ha'ish, Lo Yedayinu Mahoyelev. The Rebbe brings the posse, the idea, and it's not because we know that the difference between other Nevi'im and Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara says everybody was Nisnabe Bikoi, Koyomar Hashem, and he was Nisnabe Bizeh. So, anyways, so the Zeh, Moshe Rabbeinu, so, we're talking about here bringing down the Torah. Noivlois is the 
you know, on the tree, when they have the leftovers, those are called noivlis. Sort of noivlis chokmah it's the leftover. Our Torah we have, it's not the essence of the chokmah, it's just the noivlis of the chokmah of above, the Torah we know. That is what we have today. But in the future, will be the revelation of Pnimis Atere, Shemipnis Mnimis Chokma, Pnimis Mnimis Chokma, Shalomaila. Valzeh Kivnu Berabis, and this is what they mean, they intend in the Medish Rabbe, Shalosid Yemru Beis Pomim, that in the future they will say two times. Zeh Hashem, say two times, Zeh. Shalosid Yemru Beis Pomim, Zeh. We'll say, He and Elkeinu Zeh, and Zeh Hashem Kivnu Loi. The Hainu. That is going to be revealed in the inner of Abba. Right now, it's the Noivlois, it's only the Chetzonius. But in Blasid, will be revealed the inner of Chokhmah. And still. So we have to be mamshir, the amshochas ha-toyrim. Even the nevelos chokma is, how does it come, how we mamshir, nevelos chokmah, hayoyim la-soysom. It comes through now. The time is now. Now we do. In this world, now we do. V'zehu ba'avur zeh lo yamarti elo b'shosh yesh matzo more. The hainu when there is matzah mora, when there is the level of yom la soisom, shoz who the shaykh shaykh b'chinas chabichira. Then we have choices. Then the level of choice applies because there is struggles. So then uh, we are mamshich um, the giluim ukamayshik kosu rei nasat lefanecha zachayim vesatoyv. Some of us are Abba Chad Machaim, so there is choices. Over there it says the Prince Chaim that Morer Gimatria Mobis, that the Morer is the same numerical value of 446. So Mobis is death, is 446. Morer And what it means to say is, Ki Hagashmi is Nikra Mobis Vera. The physicality is called death and bad. Because that is destroyed and gets lost. But the spirituality is called life and good. So, because this is considered death, the Gashmis, so so a person should be bitter uh, from the fact that he's drawn after physicality. And he should choose life. So when do we have this whole struggle? It's now, not in the future. It'll be all... It's a horror with all the challenges, everything will be gone. Now we have the challenges, so therefore, now we have when there is murder, when there's bitterness, when there is mavis, when there is struggles, when you need to you need to choose, 
That's when you are mamshich. That's when you mamshich the highest madrigas. That doesn't apply, but now. But in the future to come, over there it says it will be uh, swallowed, death for eternity. It would be no more death, which means it would be no more, uh, no challenges anymore. Physicality will no longer obscure. It won't block. It says Hashem will erase Dima. Asher Dima, Bigimatria, the numerical value of Dima is Kuf Chof Tziruf Elikim. Those are the 120 combinations of the word Elikim. You gotta look up how Dima comes to 120, where it seems like Dima comes really to 119, uh, not 120, but it's close enough. Uh, maybe Im Hakoilo, sometimes when they take the when they take the gematria, they put in the word as well. So they take the gematria, the numerical value, plus the word. This counts for one, two. So it again means 20. What does it mean, the 120? So because you have, Elikim has one, two, five letters. Five letters have 120 possibilities of the different combinations. Ehem, from these various different sirufim, come... So it will be There will no longer be Hester. There will no longer no all these Sirufim will no longer be but it will be like it says uh, that Havaya will be Elikim, which means Alderech will be no more, no more uh, blockages there will be no more Elikim. It will be similar to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Moitzi Chamam in Artiko. He'll take out the sun from its seat. V'im Kain. And because of that, Oz ain't Shair B'chinas Morer. So then there is no Morer there. Because what is the Morer? Shamorer Hu Abchinas Ha'estra Nikro Moves. Because it's called Moves. Morer is Moves. That's why you're bitter. But then, So there will be no, be no possible, no murder, because there won't be any, any helm to begin with. It will be only Shem Havaya. which is protecting It only applies now. It didn't have a chance to become chametz. She after lovey libchinos chametz that it's impossible to come chametz. But yes, gashmi klal cannot become again. Yes, gashmi ro machmas habitul chulu either because of the bitul, or either because of the bitul. So again, libchinos chametz lo yinik lichtzenim. Even if it is chametz, they won't be able to nurture. The hainu that means shelo yia chametz libchinos. Yes, because is the clipper. That the chometz is not going to be in a way of arrogance, of clipper, of haughtiness, and uh, and self, you know, of clipper. 
It's going to be by Yigbal Libay B'darak Hashem. So there is a Chometz which is okay, which is a hardiness, which is to have your heart strong in the way, in the ways of Hashem. Just like in the carbon there also had breads in it. It was chalus chometz. There were ten chometz. So there is a positive thing about chometz. And you see, our sages tell us that that all the carbons will be. Uh, waste it would not it will cease but the carbon toid ain't a bottle and the carbon is not going to be bottle take a look but I call our carbon is boys matzis all the carbon is have to be only matzis the only time there's chomets is toid and the shtay alech the bron and shuvah shem boys chomets so you see that there could be chomets over there and yet it's not a negative it's a positive so from this it's evident that in the future to come because of the powerful revelation also the Chomets will be elevated so that's why we say both. We're talking about matzah too, besides motor. So davke b'shosh yesh matzah motor. Shu b'chinas hayoyim lasoisim. That means when we can still do azay davke mamshichim b'chinas zeh. Then you can bavur zeh in order to get zeh. Zeh is the twelve, the twelve shvot. You'd give them with Said before the level of zeh. Which is the level of of that is shovim, because the top and the bottom, up and down are equal. Okay, That's why we call him So. Hashem says, I feel, so he's there, he's here. So that's the level of Sevuklam. We could be Mabshikit through Matzah Mother, through the struggles, through the watching from the Chimuts, through the Mother, fighting the Movis. In the future, it's not going to help Tshuva. Days will come that there will be no desire. What does it mean, no desire? There is no merit and there is no guilt because it won't count anything anymore. So, Now he says, another thing we can answer, we can say to answer the question before. That we're saying here that we're eating this dough because our father's dough did not have a chance to become Chomet. And the question was, Matzis. 
But hadn't they already been told that she eat matzah? So it's not because they didn't have a chance to, though. But it's because they they were told that they have to eat matzah. But she shleim ba'ashuah derech mashakosuf. So similar to what it's written, magid mereishis achis. One who says in the beginning what's going to happen in the end. Mashakosuf berabis parshas mereishis parshat peri parshas vav al posik. Who has is called Eretz Achavila. He is the one that circles Eretz Achavila. So the Medrash asks, how could it circle Chavila? Adain lo isu Chavila ba'at oimer hasoyviv. You're saying here that it circles the Chavila. There's no Chavila to circle. Etmah, I'm surprised. Elo magid mereshis achris. That's what it says in the Medrash. But he says. In the beginning, what's going to happen in the end? In the end, there is going to be a chavila, and it's going to be circling the chavila. So he says it circles the chavila. That means the Ebishta tells you ahead of time what's going to be in the end. The main reason we're eating it is al shem Really, we're eating it because it didn't have a chance to become chametz until the Ebishta revealed himself. Ah, you mash a kosu mekoidem. This that it says before, beherev techlo matzis. Zau al derech magid mereishis achis. It's the Eibush is telling you because the Eibush knew it's not going to have a chance to become chometz, so he tells him to eat it to matzis. So we're talking eating matzis because it's Yiv Hashem, but Hashem is telling us because Hashem knows that we're not going to have a chance to become. So mainly we're eating it because it's not going to have a chance. But that's why Hashem told us. But still, it is like the Rebbe explained the whole time. The base bechinas matzah that there is two levels of matzah. Shezeu gamkin pirush reishis veachris. That also is the meaning. Also reishis and achris from the beginning to end. Pirush reishis. What does it mean? Reishis is milmato lemayla. That is from. Below to above. So, Inyan, Reishis Chochma Yiras Hashem. The first thing of wisdom is the fear of Hashem, which is Shazau Inyan Yiratato. This is the level, this is the lower level of Yira. Shazau Amru, which regards to this, the Chacham, the sages tell us, Im Ein Yira, in Chochma. You can't have Chochma without Yira. Vihi hamatzah halaf. That is the first level of matzah. That's the reishis. From this, you get the later he hamatzah habeis. That is the second matzah. That is the level of yevul. As it's known, the itziras mitzrayim nimshach. On Yevil, they went out free. So Yitzhiris Mitzrayim, the exit comes from the level of Yevil. Because Achris is 619. When you add the Koilo with the word okay, so you have 620. Which is the level of Keser. So, so that is the idea. 
And we said before, Melech Machalon was Kesar, Vizehu, and this is Magid Meireshis Achis. What it means is Pirush, Magid Loshnam Shochem. That means to draw down. Kimoi, Nahar Dinor, Dinogid Venofik. Nahar Dinor, that is streams and goes out. So it's, it, it, Nimshach. Shayidei Bechinas Reishis. Through the level Magid Meresh, through the Reish, which is Yiratato, the low level of Yira, Zochulubchinas, Achris Hanirilah, then Yurzoicha to the Achris, which is the supreme level of Yira. Shazo Amru, about the higher level of Yira, we say, Yemen Chokhme ain't Yira. Without Chokhme, no Yira, so you need first Yira. Which is the revelation of the Chidushchina. That the beginning is tied to the end. So when you have the bottom, you have the Yiras Hashem, you get the higher level of Yiras And nobody 